Yeah. Boom da boom. Boom da boom. We got boom. the Apple TV worked up. We got it all worked oh, in. Oh yeah. Downstairs, the VIP lounge. It's where the seats are comfy and. <laughs> There's Great a coffee ad-lib, table, bro. <laughs> the seats Jesus are comfy, that and uh, let's start over, <laughs> dude. Uh, or hey, welcome. We haven't we haven't podcasted in, in a while. Yeah, that's the downside of. That's why I don't think I like banking episodes. Yeah, like for uh, what, like for I, the Andrew Hambones out there. Sorry that you know those last couple, these la- past few haven't been evergreen. But yeah, they haven't been evergreen. You, you, I know we know how much you love that phrase and are familiar with it. <laughs> and also, uh, and you just you know you love us because yeah. you listen. I think he definitely listens. You think at this point he's listening again? No, because because when on these. when he was on the show, he only listened to the first episode. Kind of. I figured it out by the way with him. He's a contrarian. He's no, he's a fan of himself. Oh yeah. So he's like, I don't want that guy to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. But he's because he'll like like he'll listen or watch himself and be like, yeah, that's funny. I'll just be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're just talking well, about killing yourself for twenty minutes. At, but as a comedian, you have to do that to an extent. Twenty minutes. That's time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like I, I mean, you have to be your fan. Like you gotta, fan, yeah, you have to look at your material and go, "This is funny." I've never written a joke where I was like, "This isn't that good." I don't like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know. Well, that's what, like I was saying about the 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 fair I did, yeah, the the, the wine fair thingy. Uh, Six hundred people, man. They were expected to be there, but they were not there. Yeah, it was not a lot of people. But when I was doing material, I was like, okay, you know, it's it's doing all right. Yeah, like when when it was stuff that was like I truly universal. Yeah, like oh a blowjob joke, I got that. That's hilarious. Oh he's fat. Ha ha ha. You know what I mean? Like mm. the misdirections. They those classic ones. They would still get hits. But then like if I my my ulti tags, you know, all my hey, I'm a I'm an alternative comic kind of club guy. Hey, look at me in the glass. I, they didn't like me. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> and that's Just okay. So definitively, they didn't like me. Yeah, I, it's 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 all right. And but it was one of those things where I was like, it's not my fault. You know what I mean? It's nobody's fault. Yeah, you just don't like me. I'm, I'm just not gonna get for my sixty dollars and leave. Yeah, like you don't understand that I don't care. I do because I kind of there's still a part of me that's like I should I should have gotten a laugh there. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, well, I yeah, should, you're I a comedian. I should. Yeah, you should be able to get a laugh no matter what. So it's it's always a learning experience. Yeah, like I the way I put it is like there's sometimes where I handle bombing better than others. Right. There's some situations. There's no way that you handle it better than Hambone. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think he just buries it down. Denial. And then it kind of seeps through his pores as jokes. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, that good laugh. That good laugh. You 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 listen to it, and then you laugh at it. That doesn't count." You know what I mean? It got laughs from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. And that's and that's like you said, there's a there's still an aspect of it like you have to that's that was the point was like I was at this weird fair in County Barry Perry County or whatever and it was like this is four o'clock in the afternoon. That's so I was like And I was like this just material it's not that it's bad. Yeah. I've been I've been doing this for the past couple of weeks and it's been doing very very nicely for me. I've been yeah. doing okay with I, it. You know what I mean? I was eating lunch today and I was just like It's just not for you. I was just like But I'm a fan. I can't wait to hear how poor 
<laughs> this this fair goes for Pat because I was just going over all the facts in my head. I was like, if I can beat a Pat's by six six thirty, that means he's performing at like three in the afternoon at a wine festival in that Perry started County. at like noon. Yeah, yeah. So you're four hours into a bunch of wine. Multiple winos. people, multiple people, like drinking directly out of the bottle. Yeah. Oh, like buying a bottle there, and like like one guy like. It was like, just imagine a guy had like a bottle of Coke or something like that. And he's walking over and he just kind of like, just like looking. And he's just like, and just put like a full bottle of wine. <laughs> like a, a, what's the mix one? The Amarillo. Oh, what is that? The Amaretto. Oh, the, the like <laughs> the blush. It's like a red and white wine <sighs> mixed. I fucking hate wine, dude. <laughs> that was, a, that was the first thing was like wine. I'm a, I can't drink wine. I have a wine joke. Yeah? Yeah, and I told it, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> I said, does anybody, I said, anybody here consider themselves a wine connoisseur? And, and uh, nobody raised their hand. I'm like, of course not. Like, I knew, I, you're fucking yeah. drunks. That was another thing, was a lot of the, a lot of my reactions were like, <laughs> yeah, you fucking losers. Yeah. There was one thing where they laughed at my joke, and I fucking, like, I fucking made fun of them for laughing at my joke, <laughs> and I was like, and they lost it. Um, but I was like, uh, anybody? And like, finally, a lady raised her hand. I was like, oh, you. And I was like, good. I was like, I always thought that sounded like a dinosaur. <laughs> Not a human. And she's just like, <laughs> like kind of shook. She's like, what? <laughs> like a really pretentious dinosaur, you know? Yeah. Of course. Why would you like that? It's not a joke. You hate me. <laughs> I'm just hating you. I'm an accident. But hey, you know who I don't hate? Who don't you hate, Pat? <gasps> The Boys. Boys. We did it. Hey, hey everybody. That was a weird intro. That was a little long. It was a little ranty. Felt long. Felt a little ranty. You're off your soapbox now, so... It's weird. No, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm leaning up against uh, it. Half no. genuine, Pat. Uh, <laughs> half genuine, Pat. <laughs> Just partially hey. honest. I Like, it was... Uh, Two I, truths and a lie, Pat. <laughs> every time every time I was saying something about it, I felt like... I, I don't want to be... I don't want it to sound like I was making excuses. I ate dick. It was not... And it was because I didn't do well. Yeah. Like, I should have done better. But there's a difference. But I was okay not there's doing a, well. Yeah. There's a difference between the mentality of, like, oh, if they don't laugh, it's on them. And, like, no, I'm just okay with that I didn't do well there. Yeah. Like, I'm That's okay. That's not their fault. It's my fault. I'm fine with at ICP being physically removed from stage. What? When I opened for ICP. Oh, oh, oh. I was, I was going to say, I thought, like, that happened to them. And I was like, no. oh, it's finally happening. <laughs> no. I'm fine with when I opened for them having to be physically removed from stage. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like I'm okay with that. I'm okay not being accepted because, like but I said, like, those people would the people that were at this wine festival in Perry County. Yeah, would never have been in a comedy club. Yeah, and that's like almost exclusively where I want to work. And people like I mean, and people like comedy. Like yeah. you can like comedy and not want to go to a comedy. Right, club. right, right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hey, because I'm kind of foreseeing the upcoming show that we're on together yeah november 25th oh yeah uh i'm i'm predicting that might kind of go the same way yeah it might be a lot of people who really like comedy mm -hmm. but would never go to a club so they're just okay with what's happening well the uh and I, I i like that the show makeup is like 
not to not to blow them or shit on us, but it's it's you and I who can hit or can be hit or miss. Yeah. We're kind of more of like the alty kind of stuff. And then you have Mike O'Donnell and Zach Hammond who could perform in an empty room and kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think honestly, I feel like Zach Hammond is one of those people where I'm always worried for him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when he goes up, but then I like I I'm like, oh yeah, he's a, he's a fucking professional. He knows what. Well, he's yeah, doing. that that's the feeling I get with him too. Is like, <clears throat> it's never like I'm like, oh, he's not like I'm gonna. I always feel like, hope he does. I hope no one turns on him. Yeah, like that's and the then thing. I it's just like, re- and then like he does. He goes into his first joke, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He yeah. knows what he's doing. He knows. Yeah, and that's the thing is like. Even it's just like he the friend in me that is like, oof. Yeah, you were you. Like, I know who he is. You know his personality. You know, yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. His basic feeling, and that's the thing is like, it's not that I don't, I don't mind not doing well today. It wasn't that. It was the fact that like, because I like I want to do well, and I yeah. shouldn't. I shouldn't be okay with it necessarily. Yeah, but, yeah like, to an extent, you should never be comfortable with. I'll doing just take poorly. this one. As a, I'll just take it as a take the L. Hey, sometimes you got to take the L. Fuck, man. Hey, didn't get him today. Yeah. But I, but I do remember, like I said, one of the actually uh, sh- speaking of Zach Hammond, he's uh, I think at this by this point he's already recorded his his third album. Yeah, if not by this third point, very album. soon. I think it, I think because it's gonna be in September. Yeah, yeah. September. So yes, at the end of this month, or when we're recording this. <laughs> but <laughs> but there's a uh, a oh, fuck. What was I saying? Shit. I was talking about Zach Hammond. Oh, because oh yeah, we had, did the show in Hazelton. In Hazelton, and it was and two people showed up, and then there was also two other people in the audience that came with us. So it was like oh no, there was Hambone actually, one of the other performing comics, who, oof, you know, you go up first because there was two people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I again, I, I just happened to do well. Again, I like Hambone. Hambone yeah. is my friend. I I would. I wouldn't give him a ten minute slot on a show. I would not let him open. Yeah, but just because he's like he's, just just as somebody who has booked shows. Yeah, he get it warm. Get he it needs rolling. to he needs to follow somebody who warmed up the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Again, no offense to Hambone. If you take offense to this, fuck off. Yeah, you know, but God, he knows. I mean, yeah. like it's not it's not but, like it's. It's not like it's one it's of those things. It's not like we're breaking news or talking shit. Yeah, he's not like Madison Square Garden fucking like. But it's still one of those things where, if you have the if you have that like. You want it like a, a a rock, yeah. You know what I mean. Well, the thing, like t- the times I've seen him do the best is when he follows someone very good, and also when he's comfortable. I feel yeah. like that's that's another thing. And and <sighs> like there's just some people's material who they don't do well going first. Right. I'm the opposite of that. I sometimes think going later is worse for me. Yeah. Like some of the best shows I remember, some of the best mics I remember were ones where I opened. Right. Um. It's just like I'm. I like being the the pacemaker. I like being the one who sets yeah the I trend don't... for the the show. And uh, it's just it's where I'm personally most comfortable. Right. And then I can enjoy the rest of the show because I'm not <laughs> I'm not thinking about what I have to do. Right. Yeah. And that I I don't mind I don't mind going up. Like that's the thing. It's like somebody will go like, oh, thanks for going first, man. And it's like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the I, like, same thing. I, it's like it's like you said. Like when I go to Lafayette, I'm the perennial opener because I am the only person who will sign in the top five slots. Yeah, and I don't understand that. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess maybe. I, I mean, I get it. Like as far as like if pe- more people show up later in the day, 
or later in the day, later in the mic or whatever. Like, not everybody's gonna be there from the very start. You might get yeah. more of an audience. So, or like, there's there's times where like it screwed me, and times where it helped me. Like I've been at Laugh Year, and I opened, and people stay for my set, and then as soon as my set ends, yeah, eight people leave, right? Because they were coming to drink, so they're polite enough to stay for my set, but as soon as I as soon as I finished my set, she just it's looked. Club Club just looked around the corner at me like surprised, hey, and that's why I did that. Um, but um, you know, so there are times where it's been nice like that, and there are times it's been where like I'm not gonna lie, the last uh, the fun with fools micro heist, mm-hmm. I it it was a little bittersweet to me that like I, when I went on, there were two people in the audience. Yeah. Towards the end of my set, two more people came, and then by the end of the night, there were like 15 people there. Yeah. That's that's how everyone but like, goes. That's how that's how comedy works. You right. know what I mean? And it, and like, think about when I like when I go up there. That that's the thing is, if you're a, if you're a comic, and you don't want to go up first, or you don't want like oh I like to go fifth, or sixth. I don't like to go up because of the crowd. Or it doesn't matter what your reason is. Yeah. Don't do that. You know, like that's the thing is like that's why, like that's why I would do. I I don't care. I would have gone off the stage. And then gone right back up and done another full set. Yeah. I don't care. At Perry County. It doesn't matter. I'll yeah. do my time no matter what. Either I'll figure out a way to make you laugh or I'll fucking, I'll, I'll fucking fuck up. And I'll have to go back and go like, what the fuck did I do wrong? It's the Wes oh. Williams quip when he oh, knows yeah. you're either the comic center can do one of two things. They're going to either make you laugh or they're going to learn. Right. But there, there's, still a, there's still a matter of like... It's not it's not even like that it's like, oh, step up to any challenge. Like, no, it's just the fact that like yeah, anytime I can I get just, on stage, I'll do it. Yeah, no, that's my <laughs> thing is like I just don't I mean, I don't turn things down. Right. I'll do yeah, any yeah. show anywhere. I don't care what it's for. But it's also I like, also think about like like the less like today, like getting getting paid to do it anytime is cool. Yeah. Obviously. You know, because yeah. that's what I'd like to do for a living. Sure. But it, it it's also it gets to the point where I want to. I want to have like. I it, if if I'm not getting paid, I want to have fun. Yeah. Like either my buddies. Well, that's the, the thing. Show, yeah. Or, or like the or like the story. Or the amount of time. Yeah. Like if it's like oh you get twenty minutes like, where is it like I don't care it doesn't matter if I uh, twenty minutes thirty because I want to do twenty minute thirty minute sets you know you want to get ready I want to be get like up, at feature level yeah I want to be I, I would like to be at headliner level but obviously well you got to get to feature level first obviously yeah. Yeah, I know baby steps and shit, but like today was like a fifteen twenty minute set, and I I don't even think I got to fifteen, because I was just at at some point like, at some point you realize like this is the best point I, I should yeah leave. I should probably just I'm I not should, gonna I, I don't made it to like the, twelve I think twelve yeah, or thirteen if I if I'm booked for fifteen and I make it to ten and the crowds are just not feeling me I'll get off just so I'm not screwing yeah, the other comics more just like more. yeah let somebody else come up here yeah but it's also like. If you want more, if you I'm, want me to do more time, I'll fucking keep going. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not like, <clears throat> I respect it, but I personally don't do it. Right. Um, but the people who like punish the crowd, the people who are oh, like, yeah, 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 like they're that like, potential or like, like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, purposely walk. Yeah. Room, you know. Well, and the, like it gets. I understand getting to a point where like I would do it where it was really fun. Like I was telling you about the show I did for the construction company, <clears throat> where I walked half. I walked. 50 to 75 percent of the room mike carpenter walked the rest yeah yeah and like what i respect about what mike did in his set is he went up he tried material for his first couple jokes yeah. and when he realized it wasn't going to happen he said i'm just going to crash the fucking plane then 
Yeah, fuck like it. there's a part there's a part of that where like you're still taking control of the show. Yeah, yeah. You're doing all that stuff, so you still kind of get something out of it. But I don't like the people. I don't like the comics who just punish a crowd for the sake of punishing a crowd. Yeah, yeah. The people who are like, oh, you didn't laugh at me when I did five minutes. I'm gonna do three more minutes. Or when it did, or when they didn't do well for five minutes or like three minutes, and like they're like, what? You don't think that you know? Like, what are you? That that was a point. At one point, I, <laughs> I or. I did the thing where like you blame them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like well not not blaming them, but I was just like I did it in a mocking way, like well, kinda yeah, like what, you don't like you guys don't like money? Or that's the thing. Like that? there's, no. there's a difference between blaming a crowd and mocking a crowd. Right, right. Blaming a crowd and saying like, Oh, that crowd sucks, that's like a c- cop out for comics and I don't like that. Right. I don't want people being like, Oh, no, fuck, it wasn't their like, fault. Like fuck that it, crowd. That's that, not them. No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's it should it's never the crowd's fault in my opinion. Right. But I'm also okay with I'm also okay with like, like you said, like mocking the crowd. Like I've done open mics before where I watch eight comics go before me who get barely any laughs. Yeah, yeah. And then I go up and I do like my best material trying to get laughs and people aren't laughing. And then I stop and I'm like, Hey, wait like, a minute. Like, there, <laughs> what are you here? There for? was one point where I was like, Are you all just? Did you just walk in a room, see <laughs> chairs, and go? Let's just see what's happening. Yeah, let's come like, in here and be pretty silent. Like you walked into this room and you, people told I'm you comedy was you happening. Entertainment now. Yeah, you need to realize the difference. <laughs> I was like, comedy. <laughs> you knew comedy was happening, right? Right. You walked into this room. Nobody surprised you. You didn't. You weren't blindfolded until I got on stage. Yeah, you aren't here against like, your will. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what Wits End is. Wits End it, at McGooby's in yeah. Baltimore or whatever in Maryland, whatever. Yeah. Is is that way? Is like people are the the bars. There's usually a good crowd. There's other comics for sure. See, that's what I'm wondering. Are those other people the comics that are waiting for that? I think is they. I just found out there's a mic after that. It's like a booked oh, mic. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> but when you're there, like I was doing like jokes, like material. Like yeah. it was, it was a, it was. I was one of the features. Which means just means you get fifteen minutes. It's not yeah. like anything. I think Andy's even talked about that on his podcast. Like it's not a you're not a like feature. You're just so you're featuring comic. You're not featuring for a headliner. Yeah, or I guess that was it. Like headline. Yeah, you're not doing a twenty five minute set or a thirty minute. You're doing fifteen minutes. It's a showcase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, and I was doing like jokes. And I was like, at one point, one one that didn't work. That I was like, that works all the time. <laughs> I was like. What do you what do you want? What are you here for? Like what what is like people that would just hang out for the whole thing, watch it. Now and I was able to get some la- I think most of the laughs were coming from her and Zach in the back room in the back of the room. Yeah. But it was just kinda like what the fuck is going on here? Like Well and and I think that's I wonder that sometimes that goes back to the stuff we were talking about earlier about like not doing like them. doing like local jokes yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. It's stuff that wins a crowd. If you include Nobody likes to be targeted in an audience, but if you include the crowd Nobody as likes a whole, eye contact. but if you include the crowd as a body, yeah, if you if you address the audience, the audience loves that. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just not finding people like that's the thing with crowd work is you have to address the like people who do crowd work well, they address the audience as a whole. And then they allow one person to respond. Yeah. And then if no, one person doesn't respond, they address the audience as a whole again. Right. But no one like. Like, the people who do crowd work bad are the people who go, like, you, what do you do for a living? Uh, well, yeah, I can kind of see that. Unless they... I, I think that's a thing that uh, 
that most of us can do well is that i do that well i feel like that type like you like, when yeah you do i can for... i actually i'm good at that where i can go like hey what's what's going on here but like, see but like think i can back, just get think a back joke to when that happens though that's pro it's probably still you're including the audience somehow you beforehand. include no you include them in the joke yeah so like you kind of go like hey what do you do you know what do you do for a living you know like whatever it is and you're like oh you know what i do nothing you know like you can go yeah. like i just to say like oh most people do this for a job i do nothing instead of doing that as a setup you can go like hey what do you do for a living just say just, and then usually you can get a laugh because usually like you said they're like uh, they just look down you're like yeah no I'm, it's okay you're in a safe place yeah just say any profession <laughs> just act, act i'm wayne brady this is <laughs> just give me what do you got what like just think of a job and say yeah. it like it doesn't even matter um but as long as you're introduced like that that i understand but like you said the crowd work having like throwing a net out kind of just being like and seeing like how many you can actually catch yeah but i always i don't necessarily welcome it like that yeah but a lot, a lot of the times if i don't if i do want to shut it down like if i do like hey how's everybody doing blah, blah, blah. and then somebody else goes like we're all fucking great <laughs> you know what i mean but like, hey man what's your name yeah and like I did with the uh, old Jimmy boy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> old Six Eye Jim, the monster, who old will be at the live Jim. show. Oh, God. I hope so. He's going to be there. We got to find them. But like, you know, hey, what's your name? Oh, my name's Jim. Jim, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's And it's not, it's it's jokey enough. Usually it'll work, I feel like. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked at the wine festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things that like, I just don't try to, I don't always try to welcome it. Like immediately. Yeah, no, you. you know? It's definitely not good to like because that opens up to it's like defensive. heckling. It's it opens up to like heckling and stuff like that. But yeah, it's comedy jujitsu. Yeah, it's it's literally it's J E W jitsu. Because <laughs> most comics are Jews. Get it? <laughs> Where's the fucking pen? No, not that pen. <laughs> Did I put it in my pocket? Is it uh, a? I think my butthole ate it. <laughs> Is that the title of this episode? What's where's Com- my pen? Comedy jujitsu. <laughs> Comedy jujitsu. Yeah, that's the comp. Did we even introduce our names? What they are? <laughs> we didn't, Pat George. Hey, Chris William. Welcome to the show. <laughs> By now, they have to know a- who the fuck we are. Yeah. Do you need a pen? I think so. <laughs> Here. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. This is I'm amazing. Sure it's somewhere. I would hope so. Otherwise, we have an investigation. <laughs> It's there somewhere. It's what inside of you. It spins. Oh, what you the fuck? You spin the grip. Why is there a thing here? It's a stylus. <sighs> hey, I have a stylus too. See? Yeah. Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> this is my stylist. Um, oh, very he does my hair. Very good. You like it? Yeah. You ready to get in a rapid fire? Get it a rapper for rapper for yeah Are you ready for this shit? I'm so ready. Look at this. You can just watch it on my television right in front of you. Look at that. Matt McCusker liked our page, huh? Hell yeah. We're big time. That guy's from Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Free. Ooh, that is a big deal. Free uh, plug there, buddy. I know you don't like free plugs. Okay. I don't even actually know if I said the name right. Actually, I think it's Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. I yeah. think so. Um, I took. I just took a peek at these uh, articles. Yeah. I didn't read them. I put them in the. They oh. well, no, they're short. They're very short, so I think we could do them with a rapid fire. Well, we don't have a lot of stories because I had to do a dump, so. All right. Like well, you, you did. didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. So fucking, do we have to keep talking like that? <laughs> all right, everybody. I added so, a lot of mysterious so that, universe. Um, that lets you all know 
Uh, we didn't address it yet, but we decided Woo-hoo. it was time to dump our stories. So, if you had one that we did not cover that you were super compelled by, resubmit it. Get over it. it. Oh, what? <laughs> what were you saying? Resubmit it? Uh, get over it. I, I think you should story. resubmit it. Like, Okay. It's if, not like we're going to fact evergreen. check them. If, if it's like anyway. a, a handbell yeah. and an evergreen. Well, because like, I know Kara's going to be pissed because she submitted two articles. Uh, she submitted I'm two sorry. articles. No, don't be sorry. Okay. She's just, uh, she submitted two articles that are evergreen. And I think, um, but so like if you, if you're so compelled, if it's not time sensitive, if it's not a current event, s- resubmit the article and the boys. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll talk about it. And Maybe. it's not like Pat will know anyway. <laughs> do you yeah. think he's got to go back and check hey, what you submitted before? Are you dumb shaming me? <laughs> no, I'm lazy shaming you. you. Dumb. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> that one I'll take. I'll take that one. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. So the first one, obviously. <laughs> Gerard. Uh, obviously. Hazelwood. Gerard Hazelnuts is uh, asking a, a pretty personal question, I feel like. Yeah. How do you take care of an itchy butthole when you're in public? Uh, what I do? You what do you know, do? Or do you want to go first? No, go ahead. I just go in. Yeah. Go for it. Balls, too. I, I don't care. Like, I feel like it's funny to embarrass my wife. Yeah. And it's like, it just feels great. Like, when your asshole itches and you can just get in there or, like, just even, like, like kind of, like, blue the barret, you know, against, yeah. like, a, <laughs> a door frame or, like. Uh, yeah, you just get a doorknob <laughs> right put, on I mean, it. I just get in there. Yeah. I don't even hesitate. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I don't. I don't get an itchy butthole very often. Oh fuck off! I, listen, Come no, on. no. I'm not trying to like. When, I'm not trying to be a dick. When you I, do, I I don't have hair in my asshole, oh. so it, so it doesn't get itchy. Is that what it is? I, I it think just, like, so. But because I I I, re- I so rarely get itchy. Now I get I do get itchy on like my gooch. Humble brag. Um, you know, <laughs> I my gooch gets itchy, which is very close to the butthole. So t- is that the you're talking that's about? That's the, t- the little tizzy? flap of skin the that taint-y? connects your ball sack to your butthole. Yeah, I get the taint. Yeah, your gooch. I know gooch is fun. Gooch gooch sounds. Like you're like you're talking about slippers. <laughs> well, so when my when my taint itches though, thank you. I I do I <laughs> proper vernacular. I typically do a blue type thing as well. Or if I'm but wearing in public though, yeah, in public. But if I'm in shorts, like if we're at dinner or something, if I'm in shorts, I'll go up the pant leg versus down the back. Yikes! Because like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just get in there, man. Like at you got to take care of it. Yeah. I'm not gonna go under to the, the table, obviously. Yeah, under the table. I'm like not you're getting, like hitting uh, the, like you're hitting not, like knocking all yeah. the silverware. I'm not shit. like getting out in the middle of the aisle between the tables across from us and my table, and going one second. That's I'm me. Like, That's me. Just like fucking like like standing like a crab, just going like <laughs> wah, and just fucking like. But I, I also at it. I also do I like uh, I'm not a big scratcher. Uh, I'm a tapper. Dude, I'll show you what I so did to my foot. I had my foot itched like a little bit more than usual, and I fucking like t- I like took skin off. It was See, my, it looked like my, I got burned. Yeah, my skin is like sensitive to, to like scratching. That's so a I, weird I, and gross I thing. I'm sorry so <laughs> for everybody. But sorry for that visual. When I I'm a, like I said I'm a I'm a tapper. Like if I get an itch, I'll, I'll like, like slap lanes. it. I'll slap it till it's gone. Slap it. Yeah. Oh shit. I, I used <laughs> to do weave. that. I learned that for when I would put my my hair up in the mohawk. Like I learned how to like not. 
that yeah. I watched them do that, and I was like, oh, that's so smart. Like, you just, oh, <laughs> feels good. It's so nice. All right, uh, next question. <laughs> next up, where the fuck did we go? Yeah. That was a weird place. What food do you eat when you need to fill a void? Oh, see, and, like, and then I uh, I made sure to respond, I'll handle this one. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a famous feelings eater. Yeah. I had some Wendy's, you saw. Yeah. <laughs> that felt good. Yeah. Um, But I feel like filling a void. Like sad food. Yeah. Feeling hmm. empty food. I don't know. It For me, it's the food that I wish I had when I'm feeling like like a, ho- a void needs filled. Yeah, yeah. I always wish I had like homemade fudge. Ugh. Like I'm not even wow. a sweets guy. I don't eat a really? lot of sweets. No, I really don't eat a lot of candy. Hey, spoiler I, alert. I don't eat like. I'm going to tell you what's in uh number well, one ingredient fudge you ready <laughs> what they start with yeah sugar <laughs> well I, well it's butter actually but um Yikes. uh that's not better <laughs> <laughs> but no but that's like my one that's the one like sweet thing i like yeah, yeah. but i don't like like beach fudge because they make it with marshmallow and what i the don't fuck is beach fudge? like when you go to the shore and there's like fudge there's stores that sell all right fudge fucking and rockefeller stuff. I'm just saying you've never you, you been. You go to the shore you've and never get been your to fudge. A beach, you prick! You fucking Rockefeller over there! You. What, you you've never been to a boardwalk. I've been to a boardwalk, friend. So but all we got was a giant fucking stores. sugar stick for her, for her, for oh. my wife. She got a giant. She got a giant. Oh, this is hilarious, dude! <laughs> you know those sh- pixie sticks? Yeah. Right? This. She's a fucking fiend for sugar. <laughs> she like you. I'm the sugar person. She is a fucking fiend. No, I, I don't. You know like Dave sweets. Chappelle's character? Yeah. The crackhead mm-hmm. in Chappelle show, she's like that, but like times a million for sugar, right? That's crazy. She'll just, she gets those things, yeah. pixie sticks and shit, and just dr- drinks them. Yeah. Just, just pour, she's a 30-year-old woman almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She just drinks sugar. Uh, it's great. But <laughs> but she got one of those giant ones that yeah. you would get at the boardwalk, the mm-hmm. gigantic plastic refillable ones. Yeah. She's got like a punch card for him. <laughs> she was, we were with my aunt and we're at the Thousand Islands, right? Wasn't it? It was something like that. Uh, the cat, uh, we did a Thousand Islands boat tour in uh, upstate New York and she was doing it. And my, at the, like she was eating this gigantic tube of sugar and my aunt hit the sunroof and it <laughs> caught the thing and started shooting it down her throat. She went, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we fucking laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> so it like literally fills a void for her. <laughs> it's just like, oh, fine, you're gonna die by this. So. <laughs> So, so I know hers is sugar. <laughs> My, mine, I guess maybe I don't know, like <laughs> I don't know, like mac and cheese or something, hamburgers. I think it's fast. I, I think it's fast food. I like fast food. I'd say yeah, mine's probably fast food too. <sighs> wow. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> but oh. it's like like almost in particular though, like the like ones where like. Uh, regret parties, like Hardee's to me is like the like the pinnacle of like, 
I can. It's on my best days and my worst days. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's for rewarding yourself and right. for picking yourself yeah. up. Yeah. Hey, I did a good job. I'm going to get the one with a little bit of veggies on it. And then, <laughs> oh, bad day. I'm going to have the one with two big old pat the double that, yeah. <laughs> where they replace the veggies with another patty and some bacon. So, you know what I mean? I yeah. punish myself with it, take a hard poop, a messy poop, and I move on with my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like flogging. Yeah. <laughs> the Harvey, the Hardy's, uh, what is it? Third, <coughs> one third pound monster thick burger is my cat of nine tails. Jeez. I'm like the Pope. The Pope. <laughs> the Pope. Does the Pope hit himself? What was the thing? The guy in the, the priest that hit himself with the cat of nine tails in that movie? Oh. Um, was it a cat of nine tails? Yeah. He was a monk. The monk. Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Da Vinci Code. That one. I knew it was a terrible one. All right. No, another one from old Hazelnuts here. What's your favorite YouTube channel with less than 100,000 descri- subscribers? Oh, it's early to not read good. It's too early <laughs> not to read this good. Baby. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what I'll say. Huh. Michael Donald's uh, YouTube page, Fridge Daddy. Yeah, very funny show. Uh, content on there. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, the dope um, shows, Andy Malafarinas. Yeah, it's very good. I, breakfast beats. I feel obligated to say my YouTube channel. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. This, and I really do. I genuinely do enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Lennon puts a lot of really good work into the editing for the videos. The Gilbert Godfrey. Funny. You're oh, was that, that wasn't that? You so have to do a voice. We, to do a, well, we, actually, I don't know. Do you want to give it away for free or do you want them to go? Well, go check it out. But essentially what happened is um, we're playing Amnesia, The Dark Descent, which is a game. Of that, course. Which is a game that has a lot of reading involved. Um, so to make it more fun, uh, I like to read the notes in different voices. And one of the notes, I accidentally started doing a Gilbert Gottfried impression and just ran with it. Good. And it roller coasters in and out of being very good and yeah. very bad. He was but, talking about it with me <coughs> after, like, it, we were at the zone or something like that. We were standing yeah. in the back and he was talking about, he was talking about, like, just, uh, that he was just, you had him, like, he's like, you did it for, you did it for a couple episodes, it's like, right? Well, I did it, I did it for five minutes in one episode. Five minutes in one episode. Five minutes okay. straight for one episode. Yeah. Like, he was, it's so, and it goes, and has its peaks, and, but he said he had, you had him dying. Yeah. And then there are other characters, like I do on the show and stuff like that, that, uh, for me, it's my little fun thing to, like, challenge him, because he, whenever I do a character bit, mm-hmm. he makes some, he makes the character. Oh, okay, So yeah. I like like challenge i, like, that, I yeah. like making him like like he hates it sometimes but he also loves it sometimes because there are it's times where the, the character makes it really worth it though like the character is so good that you just have to do it for that bit right right um yeah i think so but, so yeah i mean i really really enjoy um i feel yeah. weird saying it. i really enjoy my own yeah, youtube channel i think good. it's really good that's fine there's another one i was looking at today that has like fifty thousand subscribers um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, um, they take, they take VHS tapes. Yeah. Um, they take like VHS tapes or found like tapes and stuff like that. Yeah. And they make just creepy compilation videos splicing from like different families and it makes it like very, uh, discordant and like uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, it's really good. Creepy for no reason stuff. I, I wish I could remember what it's called, but he said less um, than a hundred thousand, less than a hundred thousand deuces and marrow. I follow them. They're right. pretty good. Give me one second. I'm going to grab my phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fine. I can see oh, so I have to vamp. Yeah. Oh, well there we go. All Vamp. that Norm Macdonald doesn't work. 
Joe Rogan's definitely not. I don't know. Uh, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Deuces and Ma- I can't believe they don't have a hundred thousand. They're really funny. Yeah, there are some that when they hit. Have when you they seen don't them? Hit it, oh wait, hold on. It's not. Sorry, not Deuces. Sorry, Deuces. Deuces and Marrow. Deuces. I always say that wrong. I always. I'm, that's my dyslexia. That's my dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mom's house doesn't have a hundred thousand. That's crazy. That is crazy. Your mom's house podcast is hilarious, and they just they basically are now just like a good uh, like we watched all their episodes like this past episode with matt Fultron, free ads or it's a lot of free ads in this one yeah sorry guys but yeah the last one they did with uh matt Fultron is at forty five thousand views they have almost as many oh, views uh, as followers now. it's called the memory hole the memory hole yeah because they take people's vhs tapes and create like Creepy compilations out of them. It's almost like almost all of them have less than a hundred thousand. All the ones I it's, follow, I think I'm a, a hipster when it comes to f- subscriptions on YouTube. Yeah. Or maybe I just have terrible taste. Who knows? Well, how new oh, are the shows? Because some some of them it just takes forever to hit ab- to get above it. Uh, well, like your mom's house is pretty. I would think that's way more than that. Yeah, I definitely would have expected to be more than sixty-seven thousand. Wow. Norm McDonald's, that's the only one that's a higher. Yeah. I follow Norm McDonald live, or actually just Norm McDonald, sorry. It, he's at 156,007. Wow. And I just watched this with... First We Feast way, is over, isn't over? Oh, I'm sure they are. They've got to be. They're at like a million, I thought. Yeah, I thought They're so crazy too. high. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're 1.5 million. They're way, way, way over that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a... Um, I would watch... Let's see, BuzzFeed. Yeah, so all these. like, I, These are all really good ones. Well, they're at BuzzFeed's six at six million. So. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's quite a few, but I feel like my favorites would be the ones that I said first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to uh, Hambonesies. Hold on, let me just make sure. All right, we're good. See that? That's, see, yeah. we're just... We're, we're all right, right so Hambone says, which two comedians represent your yin and yang? For instance, mine would be Eric Andre and Chris Gethard. You have the crazy sociopath that just loves to fuck with people, but also the sad emo kid who likes to talk about his feelings. That's just the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the one. I feel like I like he. I I don't see personally. I don't see any Eric Andre in his. I know we're not. He's not not asking us to critique his, but uh, I feel like he doesn't have Chris. I, I, he has Chris Gethard for sure. Yeah, but uh. The Eric Andre one, I don't. I mean, I don't see him. I could see maybe his like persistence, like his and his like his desire to make the audience uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But what about yours? What do you think? Uh, for me, I'd say it's kind of it's weird to say this, um, just because they're they're still. I see them as kind of similar, but like personality wise, I think they're super different. But mine would be John Mulaney and um, Pete Holmes, because. I okay. think, I think the parts of John Mulaney that are like the parts of John Mulaney that, that really are in my yin comedy. And yang, though? Well, I, this is why I would say that because uh, John Mulaney is a little bit more uh, self-deprecating, a little bit more critical. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Pete oh, Holmes is like everything's Pete Holmes, great. Where, yeah, where Pete Holmes is like all <laughs> he, he's all like sunshine and and all that <laughs> stuff. So so that's why I would say they're my yin and yang. Is while like their stage. Like, John Mulaney isn't, like, a somber, downtrodden guy on stage, but a lot of his material is about yeah, at, at his expense or about his experiences and stuff like that. A lot of self-deprecating. A lot of self-deprecating stuff where – so that part of me is, like, a lot of my comedy, but a lot of my personality and my, my stage pers- 
persona, like the way I present to people on stage, right, uh, is more like Pete Holmes, where I'm not afraid to laugh at my own jokes on yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. I'll let the audience see me make myself laugh. Yeah, and I'll get on there and I'll be I'll be loud on stage and I'll like I'll laugh at the audience or laugh with the audience and right. I'll, I'll, you know, giggle thinking about my punchline. Like that sort of like that happy go lucky kind of dumb Labrador ish, <laughs> um, like Labrador. mentality. Um, I feel like, yeah, I think that's, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't seeing as much of a yin and yang, I guess in that. And I will say this to add to your thing, Pete Holmes, his, uh, last special, the make happy that was, that was on, uh, or oh, uh, smiles HBO. and yeah, smiles and or faces and sounds. Faces and sounds. Faces and sounds is one of the best stand-up specials I've ever seen in my life. Yep, I I totally agree. I, I, I'm, there's without a doubt, I would put that up against. I'm not saying it's the best. No, I, it's one of the best that I've ever seen. Yeah, I I would you know say I mean? it's better than, a, like, I would put it on level with like Louis uh, live. Yeah, and like stuff like that. Like to me, it was better than. Like you know, obviously combined. I thought it was better than Louis' hour yeah. this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His 2017. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it, it was better than that. It for was sure. just, it was really good. Um, so check that out. Fucking another free plug. Another free plug. That's what, maybe that's the name of the episode. Yeah. Free plugs. <laughs> free plugs. We're just selling plugs. Um, there's a. Uh, there, I feel like mine. And this is not. This is what I was saying. I want to clarify too. I know that he wasn't comparing himself to Eric Andre talent wise. Yeah. I was saying the personality. I don't yeah. get that personality. I just yeah. want to make that clear. Cause mine are going to sound crazy, but I feel like George Carlin and Rory Scovel. I feel okay. like those two are like both. I think there's similarities. Like they're both obviously silly, but there's different levels of it. George Carlin was very rehearsed and was very about the, economy and the order of words and yeah. i'm very much like that but i also love andy kaufman and love like you know, like i was really excited because matt brown was coming to visit um not coming to visit he was coming to the comedy zone to uh do well i think he was meeting somebody but i think he was gonna do a set but he wanted to go up early but he ended up not getting on until last Oof. out of 32 so I hung out with him all night. It was great. So he didn't come to hang out, but we ended up hanging out. All yeah. Night. And <clears throat> and when I found out there was 32 comics, and I was like, well, he'll be here in time. I want to make sure. I don't know because last time he had to leave right away or whatever. So unless he can get to But he didn't get there until after the mic started. So I was like, there's no way. Unless he'll have to go on last or switch spots with somebody or something. Yeah. If he even gets on. There's 32 comics. Yeah. So... And they gave everybody five minutes still, which is like people That's were like, bananas. "Hey, if you have this many people, you need to cut shit." You yeah, know, you should have done. You should have. But done I was like, three. "No, no, don't say anything." You fuck. That was like the nerd that's like, "Oh, you didn't give us any homework." Yeah. But um, but I was really excited because I told Matt, I said, "Dude, I said, come up on during my set. Just come up with me, and we'll just do jokes. We'll just say jokes back. We'll just not acknowledge each other, and then hand the mic over to the next person. You do a joke." Hand the mic to me. I'll do a joke, or I said, or we'll do like a two-hander. I'll be this. You do the straight guy. I'll be the silly man or wackadoo. Yeah. And I was like, just let's do it. I don't give a shit because that's that's the thing is like, I'm willing to do it with certain. I would do it with you. I would do it with Lemare. Yeah. I would do it with Matt Brown. There's certain people that I would go like, 
I would just go up with nothing prepared with one of these people and then just have I would and I know it would do well. Yeah. I know it would be funny. Because they're funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um he ended up but he ended up just saying, Oh, I'll take the set for last. But I'm up for that shit. I'm up for I love the fact that like Rory Scoville just thinks like uh, oh, just I'll just make people clap for five minutes. Yeah, just continuously make them clap, and then make it awkward, and then bring it back to funny. So you it, literally you're going like literally yin and yang, like the polar yeah. opposite. Yeah, literally. That's I'm, one thing. That's one thing why I've always like, I I appreciate what Carlin did for comedy. Yeah, I think he. I but I have no, his. There's no doubt he's one of the best comedians. Yeah, ever. I love his sense of humor, and I love his I love his words and his writing. But yeah. he wasn't like he wasn't necessarily a guy like. He could think on his feet. Yeah. But and, and I'm like him to an extent in the sense where like when I write my material, the joke I tell on stage is pretty close to the joke that I wrote down. Right. On paper. Because I write my jokes out completely by hand. But the more comfortable I feel on stage, the more comfortable the more I get into jokes whenever I get into them. That's oh, so yeah. like a lot of times um that was, it was funny actually today at the 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 <laughs> I, I wish it was the well, what is it, the uh Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. <laughs> They'll call it the Perry County wine mixer. Yeah. Uh, I was at the Perry County wine mixer. Motherfucking fucking Perry. Mary, you ever seen Step Brothers? Yeah. Perry County wine mixer. Yeah. And um, and they were like, okay, so it was, I think, Jesse or somebody that was trying to add Jesse Blanco. That was asking people like, oh, okay, I'm going to end with this. What are you going to end with? Like, so that the, the next person would know. And I was like, well, what does it matter? I know I'm after you. Wes yeah. is going up in between us, so I don't have to worry about, like, oh, he's he's on this bit. Like, it wasn't like that. They just wanted to know when you were winding up your set. And I was like, oh, I don't I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do last. And they're yeah. like, what? And I was like, and then I was like, oh, I guess I'll do that one last. You know, I was like, and I was like, what the fuck? I, don't, I, I didn't understand that. Yeah, that's so a weird I, thing. So I think differently, but that was the thing is George Carlin would say, no, this is how I want to say this joke. Well, this is how I want, this is the order i want to say it this is the these are the words i want to say you know that's one of the things why i one of the things i was going to say about him as a comic is he is a good performer but he's so rehearsed yeah like like if you pay if you watch a carlin special when he hits his punchline if it gets a big enough laugh he just keeps repeating the punchline yeah yeah yeah. so that he doesn't lose his place in his in his script that he remembers but he's also like i love those words though you know what I mean? that's the thing he's really good at he's really really good at writing for himself yeah so it seems like he's talking right like everything like people love carlin so much because it and the and the reason every shitty comic who thinks they can do stand-up but just goes up and talks yeah the reason that they say carlin is their favorite is because it looks like that's what he does right like when you watch carlin that's what it feels like he's doing it feels like he's just walking up on stage and then talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not. But yeah. He, but that's it, what a good all, comic does. But see, that's a good the comic thing. feels a good comic. That's one of the things that like with some of the local people who do it. Uh, Wes is pretty good at it. Um, uh, Lennon's pretty good at it. Where you feel like you're discovering something on stage with them. They're not rehear. They're not telling you information they rehearsed. When they tell a joke, yeah, it seems like you're, it seems genuine. It seems like they just thought about it. Mm. Um, <laughs> it, it it's it reminds me of conversational humor. 
uh-huh. like being funny when riffing with friends is right. what they kind of remind me. I, th- I feel like I think Louis that's CK why is, they do well. Like the like Louis C.K. is one of those ones where like is he, did he where I, a lot of times even I'll be like did, there's no did he just what is ad libs and what is really something and that's the thing is some people go up with like there was a really what was it uh, who oh Gerard Carmichael there was a guy that uh, I was uh, friends with in Florida. That was like huge, a huge fan of George, uh, or sorry, Gerard, Gerard Carmichael. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, he goes up and like he doesn't even bring us. He doesn't make a set list or anything. See, I he just goes up and he has a piece of paper that says, keep just keep going or something like that. And I was like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like, I was, see, but I get it. Like, like I, I kind of get that side, too. I get the side of like, let me just go see what happens. I can't take a I can't take a set list on stage with me. I if, do, and and then if like, I take up notes or if I take up a set list or whatever, yeah, I I then become so concerned about the order of the set list, yeah, yeah, that it like that like it takes away from my from my performance, and even though I know I'm only turning and looking at the paper for five seconds at the max, yeah, it feels like a lifetime because I'm not advancing anything. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, I yeah. just don't. It's just me personally. I can't do it. It's not. I don't think I'm better. I don't think it makes me a better comic. I don't no. think I seem more professional. I just it psychologically, it fucks with my head because I only forget what jokes next when I bring a set list on. And stage. I feel like that's sometimes it fucks with me, and sometimes other times it doesn't. Yeah. But no matter what, every time it's almost like we were talking about earlier with the computer screen versus phone. Yeah. Like we were talking about off air, I believe, right off the yeah off the cast. It was it was basically saying like you get more distracted so like you're looking away or something like that. The phone also I feel like is the same way on stage, but it's almost it's just distracting more so than usual to have to like look away and actually like go like okay what's what's next if you don't have like a break especially yeah. you know especially at a mic I only do it usually for mics yeah and and that's just because I'm like oh what did I want to say after this or what I want to for me it helps to write it out actually yeah. in order and write it and make an order and do whatever and then just put it in my pocket. And usually I don't even take it out. Oh, yeah. I don't I even always, touch it. I always, I always want to have something, but it does help me to remember to write it, so, physically <laughs> write it if out. If you look in my joke book, if you, look, if you go through my joke book the normal way, right? So you're looking, you're reading through it like a book. That's how you read all of my jokes. Yeah. And then if you flip it and read it backwards, it's my set lists. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I have to write down what jokes I want to do, but then I just leave it in my book and and it stays off stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, but to, you have I just it. had to do the act of writing it down. And that's the thing is, even if I didn't have it on stage with me or even in my pocket with me, I still I'm I don't. It's not that big because that's the thing is, that's why I like to have both. That's yeah. why I like to be more like like imitate have more George Carlin, more Rory Scovel. Like, all right, you don't have your list, so. You remember that's another thing is I'll remember what I want to start with and that's yeah. usually all I need because yeah. I know how I know my jokes yeah. and I wrote them I'm not fucking crazy I do have to say this though one final thing about the fucking Perry you County wine mixer Oh okay There was a guy there on on stage that I tried to do almost like the crowd work away because he was the closest person he was on stage right here behind and he was not playing music in between people he was playing music and they were going to do karaoke after the thing. Nice. Wonderful, right? His name was DJ Sunrise, I believe it was. Weird. He was wearing a Marlboro jacket. I said, I was talking to Wes and me and Wes and Mike were backstage and we we're like, I'm like, do you know how many cigarettes he had to smoke to get that? That's crazy. This is, And that's a nice jacket, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I was just like, 
But it reminded a lot about this festival reminded me of Florida, <laughs> like of like almost like they when like somebody said a terrible fact about their town, they laughed and like oh they think it's funny. Like yeah. that's the thing is like people like oh I'm just a redneck white trash piece of garbage. Like that's not. Well, don't be proud of that. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> that's yeah, that's weird. too far. So I, I was trying to interact with the guy and I go, you know, I was like, how many, I said, how many cigarettes did you have to smoke to get that? He's like, never smoked a day in my life. And I go, what? I said, I don't believe that. I said, how did you get that jacket? And he's just like, like he, he would, he skirted the question so many times. I started accusing him of murdering a person. <laughs> I started thinking about like, we were talking about it after I was like, I think he was just like, oh, he's on the man that I killed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But later I always on, keep something with me from like, a victim. Later on, he goes, Mike, when Mike O'Donnell was on stage, he goes, he goes, I don't believe that you don't smoke. He's like, where, how'd you get that? Ja- where'd you get that jacket? We're like pressuring him. And he just goes, he's like, it's cold. And I was like, I know how jackets work. <laughs> I know why you're I know wearing what it. What a jacket does. Yeah. I want to know how you got that fucking jacket because you don't smoke ever. You've never smoked, or you s- just like cigarettes. It's not. A, it wasn't a NASCAR jacket. Like I was just like I was baffled. Yeah. And the fact that he was just so, like he was so like, eh, what do you mean? What's the big <laughs> deal? It made me hate this place and this situation just a little bit. Yeah. Just to the point where I was just like, what? What do you don't act like I'm the crazy person yeah, here. I'm not the weird You're one. You're the here, weirdo. Buddy. It's like saying, like, oh, you like Miller Lite? Like, no. Well, why are you wearing a Miller Lite jacket? Yeah. Why are you carrying a Miller Lite can? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, well, don't act like I don't what <laughs> why are you wearing <laughs> never had a Miller Lite in my life. <laughs> we have sunrise. We have two uh, Twitter questions quick before oh, we yeah. wrap up. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, no, it's okay. So we have uh, Dane York at Dane Fiction on Twitter. He says, which is, the, well, he just wrote, better trilogy, Toy Story or Lord of the Rings? Toy Story. Because Pat hates fantasy. <laughs> I love Toy Story, but I still think Lord of the Rings is better. Toy Story is phenomenal. I think Lord of the Rings. Toy okay, Story. I haven't seen Toy, Toy Story 3. Toy Story 2. And Toy Story 3 are two of my favorite movies. I love the Toy Story franchise. Huge fan of Pixar. I want my first tattoo to be the Pizza Planet logo. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um, you kind of look like one of the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is um, that the Photoshop? Yeah. Um, but I think Lord of the Rings is just the better franchise, no matter how much I love, no matter how much I love I Toy Story and Pixar. I hated the Lord of the Rings. I thought it was so, so fucking stupid. Oh, but so you dumb love the leftovers. So yeah, I fucking love the leftovers. It's way better. I don't wait. Hold on a second. Are you comparing the leftovers to Lord of the Rings? I'm saying Lord of the Rings is better. Wow, it is. There's. It's not even close to based in reality in any way whatsoever. Neither is the leftovers. Yes, it is. How? Real people's reaction to actual things happening. Real miracles that happen. And they go like, "What was it a miracle? What the fuck happened? What's going on? I don't know. None of those people are real. The rapture never happened. How do you know? How do I know the rapture never happened? Yeah, dude. Because nobody on the planet has ever just suddenly disappeared. Except for those 100 people on Roanoke. Mm. So you mean to tell me the rapture was 100 people? In 1820? How many good... How many good... 1470? No, no, no. Tell me this. How many truly good people do you know? 
I know. I know. Truly I, good. I know at worthy least, of heaven. I know at least two people who I would say are worthy of heaven. Okay, check their hard drive. <laughs> well, one of them doesn't have a hard drive. Okay, so you know one good person. No. Yeah, that's what, what I'm my, saying. Dude. My grandfather's a bad person because he doesn't have a hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Wait, no, he's a good person. I'm saying he's yeah. the one that goes. Yeah, I'm saying I know for sure he'd go. Yeah, that's it. That's the only one. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm all. So I'm, that's one person, and he's here. Yeah, right now. But okay. But did he have a computer before? <laughs> we. <laughs> I just don't understand how you can say that. That's why leftovers is better. What is because it could possibly happen. I be- I I believe that that could happen more than Lord of the Rings could happen. For sure. Sure, because Lord of the Rings the is only, like the only fanciful thing that happens. Is is the one thing that nobody actually sees and nobody knows what happens at all. That's the one thing. That's the one time that one leap of faith you have to have. That's the one leap in of the faith. In the leftovers? You, yes. That's the one thing that you Not have that to have. a character dies multiple times and comes back to life. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert, Jesus. Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm saying you know alert. that in like season two. Or three. Three, I think. No, two. Yeah, I End think two is when it happens yeah, for the first when they time. Go to the miracle. Yeah, we have to do it. We, by the way, we have to do a bonus. We episode. will. We'll do a left. But what I'm saying episode. is, we're not going to do a bonus episode. We're going to squash this shit right now. <laughs> it is not better. That's the one time that you really have to like. Okay, when so nobody's ever been brought back to life ever. People have like. It's, it's not about saying how long he's been dead. It's about saying that he was coming back. Hit what he envisions when he's dead. It's all about consciousness, and it's shit that I'm very much interested in. Yeah, and the consciousness is limitless, and you know that. So that's why you don't need to you don't need to throw your fucking logic to the wind to believe more than half of the stuff in the fucking leftovers. The fact that he comes back to life is totally believable. He can come back to life anytime. People I think, survive gunshot I, wounds I, I, all I, the time. People survive it, but people don't die for an extended period of time. He doesn't either. They never go, say how long he's dead. Go for. to another place. He, where he does things that's all up here we don't we don't know what that is so that's a that's a, that's an interpretation of what could be the consciousness after you die sure but I, i'm saying it still requires you to believe in an afterlife and a god and all that stuff which not, in my opinion even. is not any more fanciful than believing they Lord never of the even Rings. specify what they what actually happened they never even talk about it. so you don't know what it is the, all the speculation is all on you, and that's why it's a better story, and it's a better fucking thing. Okay, it requires Lord of the Rings. You go, <laughs> look at there's got a ring, and then they do the thing, and they walk here, <laughs> and then they that's fight. Not those, at all. How Lord of the Rings evil is evil guys, and those evil guys do it, and then the ring goes there. How are you with him, Dom? It's that's never. It's nowhere near as compelling as the leftovers nowhere near well no but that's because like i can't that's what i want is a story but, but that it's a there's a difference between a story and being compelling being compelling means that it is relatable it moves you being a good story can be something that you can't relate to at all so you personally can see yourself in a situation like the leftovers and that's why you think it's a better story I could die but that <laughs> but that doesn't make it a better like you can still have good stories that don't like I could never identify with uh, Legolas or Aragorn or Gimli or any of the what characters are, from Lord of people? the Rings, but 
it's still a very well written story. You're still like invested in the characters. Like the only reason that you get invested in the leftovers is because they seem like real people. So that's what I'm figuring out for you is they need to seem like genuine. They need to seem like real. I think that's real. Like a real thing. I want to, I want to, you don't like, you don't like game of Thrones either. And I think I love the leftovers. I think game of Thrones is better than the leftovers. No way. There's no way to me. There's there to me. There's no stakes in Game of Thrones. There's no. There's no point where there's, in my in my opinion, there's no stakes in the leftovers. Like when, like okay, uh, uh, I love the leftovers. Can but I give, there's no stakes in it. Can I give, Is this just becoming the leftovers episode? No, no, no. Can I just give? <laughs> can I just give huge spoilers? Right, huge spoiler alerts about Game of Thrones because I did. I have. I saw the first episode. Yeah. And then I have seen the complete this past season that just okay. happened live. Pretty much, right? Okay, I'm a I'm a hero. So big time spoilers. So big that may time spoilers. People. Get ready. I don't Prepare. know how. Just, just I'm gonna get... set my timer and let's limit this to a minute tops. Okay, a minute tops. Yeah, I don't have to talk long. About so it. that way we can people can we can say hit the 15 second button three or right, four times. Exactly. So let me set my timer. Okay. Go. So when uh, the fact that Jon Snow dies and comes back to life shows that there are no stakes, right? No stakes. There's no. There's no. There's no reason no, to, it, to worry about anybody dying. There's still stakes because he's one of the few uh, people that have done it. Okay, but but it's possible. Yeah. So automatically, nothing is forever. So if like if a main character dies, they'll go oh, and then they'll go. Guess what? He's you back. Could, you could say the same. It's all. The it's completely. Though. But no, just just hold on. Now now the fact that the dragon died and yeah. got brought back, right? Yeah, and and they fucking now the White Walkers got it. I asked her. I said, "Well, can they get that? Pe- can any of these people be brought back?" And she's like, "No, there's no way." Yeah, I'm like th- you d- you can't say that in a world of magic that anything can happen. Well, no. Once once they're turned, there's no stakes. Once you're once you're is the minute up yet? Almost. Once you're turned undead, you can't be turned back to not undead. It, in it, but as far I as we know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. There's no there's no actual point where everything is like in a world of magic and wonderment where any anything can happen. You can't ever say that like oh, a, a big uh, thing that like a, a, a finale of a, a series or season finale thing that happens yeah. is the end. We were talking about this with uh, Harry Potter about um, the the concept of of the of what is it? The Horcruxes? Shit. No, no, no. The like um, fuck. What's it called? Um, destiny. You know, like basically like a um, prophecy. prophecy. Yeah. She was saying like we were talking about um whether it could be it could have been again spo- uh, spoilers about this but no. like you yeah you Harry should Potter's been out long enough that it's like it could have been Neville or it could have been Harry. Yeah. yeah. I said no. If there is if there is a prophecy, it yeah. has always been Harry. Yeah. That's exactly that's what i'm saying so that's that that's uh, he he it's basically that's what i'm is the same thing with that is that but it, literally the prophecy left, to win the war or the to be the king of this then it's gonna happen it's but, just gonna happen but literally literally the leftovers is the same exact thing you're complaining about these other shows having what are you talking about the one main character was predetermined to do what he did at the le- end of the leftovers but that no, that's the point. That's what I'm saying is that you never know 
what is like what is delusion and what is reality? You don't know if what he again. These are huge spoilers for leftovers. If any, if nobody's watched it, but we're gonna do a full episode. So watch this. If this is not compelling enough to have us fighting over which is better, a fucking movie franchise or a goddamn show that is over after three seasons, which they chose. I yeah, fear. they chose. I feel they, like they did. Yeah, no, they did. They chose to end it when that's they the story it. they wanted. But <laughs> well, HBO even said like yeah. they we offered. Yeah, it's fucking HBO great. was even like we offered. Um, but that, that's what I'm saying is, the the fact that you don't know if like that's at the end of the story you're like were were they all just in shared delusion? Was the wife right? Was Kevin right? Was uh Nora right? Was the preacher right? Who's right? We don't know which one of them was an actual thing. You, they, they, and they never explain it. I love the fact that it's all on you to determine, like, what actually happened. Like, yeah, he died and came back. But, like, but, that, again, if we're just talking about people, people, you know, are, like, uh, do autoerotic asphyxiation. I know it's not the same, obviously. Like, they, they, they yeah. what is the, it called? There's uh, the movie Flatliners. Flatliners, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's almost a rush. I don't know if that's a real thing. Um, They're redoing it. Yeah. Oh boy. But but there's there's a. It looks like it might be okay. But that's still a a realistic thing. An elf shooting at at an orc with an arrow is never gonna happen. No, never gonna fucking. But when you but when you (laughs) when you remove yourself from saying an orc is never gonna shoot an elf and you think of it as different nationalities, different races, different things like that. Like you're just. It's just. It's just. It's like um. Like the thing, like Game of Thrones exists in an Earth-like world. It the but it's world not Earth. No, but the way they discuss the world, you know, it's laid out exactly like Earth. So that and that's another thing is like is is I even like love sci-fi and shit like that, and that's a lot of times. But I don't like it when it's so completely unbelievable in my eyes. But you know what's what what's so unbelievable about okay. Game of Thrones, especially Game of Thrones? Because Lord of the Rings, you can say yes, there are orcs, there are orogs, the fact that there are midgets trolls, live this long. I mean, Jesus Christ! But there, but there's like, uh, there's a few, and it's from a vi- he's from a very wealthy, powerful family. Like that's what you have to consider with him. Mm-hmm. The reason that there aren't others, everyone is always talking about how often they die. But he came, <laughs> but he came from an incredibly wealthy and the most powerful family in Westeros. Jesus, that's Christ, why sorry. he lived. I'm just imagining people like. God, like you, another midget died. <laughs> like they're just talking. Like, wow, can you believe it? They but die like, all the like, time. I mean, Dom can Ugh. attest to this. A lot of a lot of the discussion in the show when he's in a scene with a character who's meeting him for the first time, <laughs> they're like, "You're a midget." Is about is about <laughs> hey, like go all, is yeah. about how like we in our society you don't get to live. Right. And he's like, "Well, I did." So bleh, fuck off. Right. Like <laughs> they, they could just crush him and just do it. They could just crush that guy. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. like, that's the thing, though. Is like there, there is an aspect of like outside of the White Walkers. They're the only thing, in my opinion, that are one hundred percent completely unbelievable hey, about the show. White Walkers, blue or brown? Well, it's just the level of undead they are. But like, that's what I'm saying. Is like it depends on their white. Le- it depends on their level of decomposition. None of them are white. Well, because False the one, advertising. the Fake one, news. <laughs> the ones that are, the ones that aren't white, or the ones that aren't blue, white. don't have skin. Right. Uh, the like the king guy. 
like the king guy, the reason he looks the way he does is because of his skin. The reason like the pe- his like generals and stuff mm-hmm. look the way they do is because they have skin. But there are some people who have been turned the guys who- with like they all everybody else has like beards and shit. Yeah. Beards and long hair, but he's the only one that's like fucking shaved well, head. He looks like he was, Michael Jordan. If you look, he was killed as a. If you like watch the show, he was killed as a boy. I won't. So that's why he looks kind of boyish. Also, there's some stuff I've been reading. Not, not like a boy, but a young yeah, man. Yeah. Which also, there's some other stuff I've been reading that says he might be another character. Yeah, um, we. Yeah, we know. But, um. But like that's like the White Walkers are the only thing that I think are unbelievable. Yeah. But I'm okay with things being not real. That oh, okay. like art, like entertainment is supposed to be escapism. I don't. The reason I don't only watch reality shows is because I live life. No, I want to watch an interesting story. Like the, but I want to watch a good story. But when it when it gets down to like what like I I've, I've said for a couple of seasons of like even Walking Dead, is like I I loved when they killed they killed more characters and they didn't have to wait for a season finale. Now it's just like, you're just waiting to see who's not coming back next season. Well, it's not, and it's not fun. It's not about the story anymore. It's not about the people anymore necessarily. Like it, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like it follows the same. I still love a story. That's somewhat that there's like one aspect that you have to not believe, you know, or that yeah. you have to, that you have to come to terms with like the yeah. fact that zombies exist. That's yeah. it. And then other than that, you have to just believe that this is a real thing that could happen. Yeah. Whereas Game of Thrones is, you're like, are these even people? Like, this isn't Earth. This isn't America. This isn't, the you know, this isn't like, well, no, none it's of a, about this is. It's, it's an Earth-like planet. That it's an is, Earth-like planet. So that's what I'm it's saying. Structured it's structured like, the same way. Is, they never say it's not Earth. It's but. sci-fi without lasers. That's all that is. That's is, what is, fantasy you're at is. Another, yeah. But you're at another, you're on another <clears> planet and you don't even have the respect to have fucking aliens. You know what I mean? Well, but it's also like the like they just have horses. But it's like the it's like the Star Wars situation. That, you know what I mean? That's like, another thing. It's a it's long like, time. Is that still a horse, or do you call it a bugaboo? Because it's a different planet, and you can have well, any. That's one of the. You re- can just make up whatever you want. Well, that's one one of the reasons that they say why this is supposed to be actual Earth is because but they then they have these words like, we are. quotes. But then in words that use our words, but well, they're not. A, uh, it's, it's Earth. It's not. It's not. It is Earth. It's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be Earth. Now, if they're like Earth a gazillion years ago, right. I would be like, all right, let's check it out. But yeah. they're not even willing to do that. Well, no, be, but I don't think that like, a show has to tell you. Like Star Wars is vague. It's just a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Right, but they have fucking lasers. <laughs> have so, fucking lasers. So that's we all- don't have lasers here. That's I would love. So is that all that matters to you? Is that they fucking lasers? So if the dragons breathed lasers instead of fire, you might be be into it. Well, so dumb. Spoiler: We're out of the minute, Dom. Now Pat's got to fart that. Yeah, I got to fart that now. Come on, god damn it! You know I love doing (laughs) those. Too long, (laughs) Chris. That's not that long. Chris Russo said on Twitter. Oh yeah. um, He said, "Will there really be? Will there be a civil war or not?" There won't be. No. It well, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's it's happening. I think they're there's like, civil later on, unrest. There won't be a civil war because I feel like this this um this culture like the culture that is coming up now the the whatever did we ever oh it was Generation Z Generation Z that's coming up now is very very uh what is it meme driven <clears throat> very well very low threshold for uh, accomplishments like they. Like I, 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 they like everybody. I love how everybody is like patting themselves on the back for blowing Nazi logic out of the water. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, we don't agree with Nazis. Yeah, I thought we were pat. Like, that's the thing is, I think that that's my that's my basic argument. We've talked about this in past I episodes. I don't think it's people. But it's, it's more of me going like, wait, I thought we were past this. I, I well, hated Nazis in high the, school. The thing was is we were past it until the president came out and didn't right, denounce right. I know. Nazis. Well, let's not get back. Like that's this. no. I'm just saying like that's like uh, I've been <clears> listening <throat> to the dope show a lot, and Andy has been talking about this stuff recently at this time at this time too. Where he's saying like, I just hate that I have to say I hate Nazis. Yeah, the reason yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. say it is because the most important man in America didn't. Right. But that doesn't mean that I have to like if Barack Obama went on and said like I think Sandy Hook is a conspiracy. I'd be like, like I don't have to come out and say I well, don't dif- think it's conspiracy. the difference is saying Sandy Hook is a conspiracy is not agreeing to the genocide of six yes, million yes. people. <laughs> I I know that. I'm not trying to get. I'm just saying that people that are saying that people are going like yeah when people go like fuck Nazis Nazis suck they're just it's just a weird like yeah we know. No, we know but, that. But the thing is, is you know that, but not yeah. everybody does. There are a lot of people in society who don't say fuck Nazis. There are a okay, lot of people in society who don't. But do you think you saying fuck Nazis are going to say make them say fuck Nazis? No, but if they don't say fuck Nazis, it shows you that it's it's exactly what I'm saying with Donald Trump. If they, if everyone, if everyone, if we create a culture where everybody's saying fuck Nazis, right? And say there's ten people in a room, mm-hmm. and everyone's going yeah fuck Nazis. The one guy in that room who's not saying fuck Nazis probably agrees with nazis or is a nazi or something like that or just doesn't think about it why can't that ever be an option i never understand why like why is it up to people that aren't in like you don't have to constantly remind people that you're like fuck child molesters man you know what i mean like you're not just always just if you're not actively fighting against it i know we've talked about this but like that that's not the same thing you can't just say like I don't have to have a... I don't agree with Nazis. Yeah. But I don't feel like... I feel like also me saying it doesn't make a difference either. Because that's the thing is it goes up there and then people just go like, yeah, fuck Nazis. But like, what does that accomplish? It's very hashtag activism. And I feel like that's what this... What the Civil War will be. I think they will consider this the next Civil War is protests... Every once in a while, somebody might get run over by a car, hit with a fucking rubber bullet in the wrong place. Accidental deaths. Not accidental. I know the other one was intentional, but like stuff like that. Yeah. Where the intent was to harm, but maybe not, you know. Not actual warfare. Yeah, yeah. Not actual, like, yes, body, but they'll be like, these are the lives. Like the monument for this civil war will be like that, the size of that fucking painting. You know what I mean? And it'll be big font. You know? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it's. It's this weird, like, just saying, like, this, they think that this is that. Do you know what I mean? Like, how the World War, World War II wasn't World War II until after the fact, pretty much. Yeah. Like, they called it the Great Conflict, or they wanted this, or that, or whatever. Yeah. I think that's going to be the same thing. It's like, this is kind of, the protest is, are going to be what is considered that. And a couple violent protests, I feel like. The battle of, I think they'll kind of take that back. They'll say the bat, the new battle of Gettysburg, the new battle of this, the new because yeah. they'll go to all these places to protest the place's existence. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like honestly, I'm making this prediction now. I feel like names are next. I really feel like they're going to be like, we want to change the name of Gettysburg because it reminds us of what happened at Gettysburg. It won't. Mar- I'm marking it down. This go is, ahead. This I, is on I, tape I now. Di- I disagree. I think it's going to happen. But I, so, do I you think, think the Civil War is going to happen? 
No, I don't think another civil war is going to happen. I'm usually the optimist, I, think, I feel like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a civil war is going to happen. No, here's where here's where you're more optimistic than me. I don't think enough, no, another civil war will, hap- will happen because we live in a police state where yeah, the terrifying. government the government will never allow it to happen. Right, right. They will never even allow separate militias you to fight each other. You don't think that that's more See now now that makes me feel like it may be more likely that it would. Nope, because you'd have you still have some. It, you think there'd be a three-way civil war, because the be white because like if you look at it the way it if you look at it the way it is right now it would be the people who side with Antifa, the people who side with uh, white supremacists, white nationalists, mm-hmm. and then the government who doesn't side with either side. Well, and neither side. Well, outside <laughs> of the president, they but don't. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone except the president. I love how that's too. Like he doesn't, and everybody else is like, hey, we. We do, by the way. Well, like, I understand them and, saying, like, but, coming out to say, hey, why, we don't agree But that's with why Nazis. the people have started doing it is because uh, political officials have to come out and be like. No, and that's not what I'm talking uh, about. I'm talking about people going like, like, hey, if you're a Nazi, why don't you just go ahead and fuck yourself, you dumb fucker. You're ignorant. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's not useful or helpful. Like, that we know. Yeah. Like, you also don't have Nazi shit. But I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. Oh, you. no. I, I was just saying that I think, I think the police state would... People would argue racists, you know, the government is racist, institutionalized racism, and I definitely agree with that. But I think the government would also want to distance themselves from the white supremacist side enough to not side with them just because black people, minorities, and Antifa are the other side. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I don't don't think the government would side with white nationalists just to combat the other group that they also don't like. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think the government would side with Antifa, Black Lives Matter. No, they wouldn't pick a other side. Minorities. Just, yeah. Yeah. It would just be, it would either be a three-way civil war where it's just the government versus two groups and there's no way the government loses. Yeah, they, they wouldn't no way. It. They'll nuke us before they lose. Yeah. They'll just be like, we just won't use the South or something. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I, I think that's a, and I would think that too. Like that's, yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to, at least start yeah you know what i mean it would start and it would probably go on for a little bit before the government would be like hey ah, you know i ah. just yeah i just don't see it i don't i don't see it truly happening because i think there's just too many popo an hour-long rapid fire nice <laughs> the old school because we're back yeah baby we're back hey all right so we're gonna take a break <laughs> speaking of being back come on let's uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna take, take a break, short and break. And oh. then, uh, come on let's go come on let's go Come on, let's go. 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 Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Come on, let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back from the break. Come on. Yeah, so we were just talking about some remote episodes we want to do. Yeah. I think we're going to do that stone one for sure. That one, I think, will just be fun. Should we do that at night? That has to be at night, right? If you want to do it at night. Would we get caught? Like, is that allowed? Can we just do a podcast in a cemetery? I, I think we just can't do it <clears throat> super late. Like, usually... like in Yeah, because you said it's near houses. Yeah. Well, in my area, too, a lot of cemeteries get patrolled after dark. Oh, okay. Like, police will come and walk through and stuff. Really? That's weird. Well, uh, a lot of kids drink and fuck in our area <laughs> in, uh, in cemeteries. Huh. Number nine. Number nine. All right. <laughs> uh Number nine is up. Boot a voice choice, 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 boot a
story. It can just be a, a, a topic you yeah. want to talk about. Oh, man, it can be a so news tough. story. Do you have one? What? Do you have anything you can think of? Off the top? Yeah. Off my dome? Off Straight off the dome. Uh, yeah. I feel like... I'm gonna gift this to you, then. My I don't. Friend. I don't want it. I always take yours. You can't. No, do you that. don't. But you, you have something. Whereas I'm just gonna sit here and try and think of something, yeah. and just eventually say something dumb. Uh, but you have something you'd actually like to talk about. Okay. Uh, I feel like just recently was like the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. Mayweather fight. Yeah. At this, um, at the time of this episode, it's about a month after. Yeah. 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 Is it really close? Oh, by the time this comes out. By the time yeah, this yeah. comes out. Um. And I feel like there was, like, a lot of, like, weird kind of shit talking about it. And I feel like that's a weird thing that I don't understand. Is there's something... It's weird because there's a lot of comparisons to MMA and boxing, right? I feel like there was... I was able to realize... I don't know if it's the first time... Like, it was the first time I realized how theatrical boxing is. Yeah. Because... It's only Floyd Mayweather it's, fights that are theatrical. Do you, is that what like? But uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like even in the fight, is that what it is? Like it, I guess that's what it is. Like this this kind of thing is like I don't like boxing, and like watching this, I was like, yeah. I just even that watching that fight was cool because I was like, wow, this would be cool to see. It's like the underdog. Like yeah. what is it about some people that identify so much <laughs> with the personality of? Is it what they want to see or is it what? Like they see themselves as, do you think? I think it's uh, like people th- that were rooting for Floyd or people that were rooting for McGregor. I think for, uh, I think that people rooting for Floyd were either rooting for legacy, so like they're fans of his and they'd hate to see him lose to anybody. Yeah. Let alone a non-boxer. Yeah, especially to a non-boxer. Yeah. Um. So I think people like that was part of it, and then I think some people, you know, I do think to an extent. It was race got involved. People were talking about it related to race and things like it that. It was a weird. It, it was got like that way. Kind, I feel yeah. like the, the society went around, like <laughs> brought that into it. <laughs> I think. I, mean? I think to an extent it was. Yeah. I think. I don't think it was that before that. I really. Yeah, I, did, I don't. I think. I, swear I think God. it was brought up by somebody, yeah. and then people were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I forgot that guy's white. That guy white. That guy's black. Yeah. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? And, and that's the thing is in some of the shit that McGregor says. When he's just like, he's just fucking like, hey, what are you doing over there? And he'll sit. He's Italian now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. But it's, uh, I'm Conor McGregor. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> the, some people, the defense of, of him, like calling Floyd Mayweather boy and stuff like yeah, that yeah. is like, he's, he's Irish. He's Irish. He's boy, oh. he, well, not just, not only that, but like, they don't, they don't know. They're not brought up knowing the history of what of words, our racism of, of, of our, yeah, of right. our racism. Their race racism is very very different there. Right, they um, have it. They have but it, it, but but it's not it's not like. Well, as... what's weird about the racism there is it's typically non national racism, is what I experienced. Yeah, and like Europe and stuff, it's not racism against people because of their race. It's ra- it's it's more of like a like a nationalism. It's more is of like it's like oh if you're British and black that's fine. You fly oh really? But, oh, yeah, like if you're as long as you're British also. Yeah, but if you're if you're uh. If you if you play for France, that soccer team, yeah. they're gonna call you the N word when you come out. Yeah, or I mean, it just don't they call them N words when they come out? 
don't in know. soccer. I don't, like I don't, think so. I don't know if it's British fans. I heard about that. Some, I think it's Europeans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some, but like people just in in soccer, like soccer fans are brutal. They just try to, they try to be as but if that's mean not their racism as possible. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't understand that. Well, it's just knowing that, like that's like that's they the just thing know you can that say that, that affects people. Yeah, yeah, and and also too, the N word is not just it's not it existed before Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. That's so weird that it just like it's not funny. I guess <laughs> it's that funny it, like, in that a weird like, way, not in a funny like ha. But it's just like, like can wow. you? It it made its way over the ocean. Yeah, and like like stayed around, like stuck, and just is still around. Yeah. Like but, the same um, in, in its original form, still going on. Yeah, crazy. But I, I think the people, the now the people who rooted for McGregor, I think it's a, it's a, a lot of proud Irish people supported him, which I, I get. It's the, it's Irish the same thing reason. Too. Yeah. It's the same reason why a lot of black people supported Mayweather. Like just say, being honest, a right. lot of, a lot of African American people I know, said that there was no way Mayweather loses that fight. Right. You know. It's uh, and then you have, but then you have the people who are voting for McGregor because they want to see the underdog. Right. They hate boxing. Maybe they dislike Floyd Mayweather just for his pride. He seems too proud, and they want him taken down a peg. Right. Um, you know, in this situation, it is a, it is a, you know, people who like identify more like counterculture or punk, are more likely to vote to root for McGregor in that fight. Right. Right. Because. Mayweather represents the system. He's okay, the established yeah. boxer. He's super famous. He's allegedly we want a, the best we boxer We want a punk ever. rock boxer. Yeah, yeah, we want a boxer who comes in who isn't a boxer and is still better than the best boxer to show how sh- how bullshit it is that he's the best boxer. Well, I figured it out. Like, uh, there was a thing with... Um... Like, that's why we like seeing people being taken down. Yeah. Like, the reason why we like seeing people crash is because it humanizes them. But that's the thing is like, and it, but, it and it raises but us. We, but when we provoke it, like in this, like you know, South Park obviously covered it with the Britney Spears thing. Um, but like, uh, like when we almost like push it out of them, like we follow and we poke and poke and poke and poke and poke until they finally oh, it's break. The, it's the caged bear scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't like that. Like bears aren't violent until cornered. These and are two guys that could take the pressure. That could yeah. take people going like, "Are you racist? What's going on? What are you?" And him just. And also thinking about you have to fight a guy who's forty nine and zero, yeah, in the best sport of all. But I feel like there's is, is there uh, the best his best feel like that's his that's his the place he like he is such a it was so crazy. Like I, I was telling her, I don't know a lot about boxing, but I know that Floyd Mayweather is one of the best offensive boxers of all time. Yeah, and and has been hit, hit like the very least, and blah blah blah, all this bullshit. He, like he's like the least punched boxer. But, but like when I would fight, or when I would fight, I like I like um stuff like when I was growing up, I would watch. I wasn't, I was probably way too young to, but like we've talked about it. But like Bloodsport, you yeah. know, uh, The Quest, Lionheart. These are stuff some that movies. wasn't just boxing. It was like it was more... like it was street fighting, but it was it was there was rules, but it's honorable rules. It, it was kind of like what MMA has become. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that's why? So that's why I like. I'm not a dude, bro. I just want to clarify. Yeah. Starting out, but I my favorite fighter of all time is Anderson Silva. Yeah. And I don't like him because he's an underdog. I don't like. I like him because he is so entertaining to watch. Yeah. And he is so effortlessly great at yeah. that sport. Absolutely. It looks effortless. Mm-hmm. I know it's not, but it maybe. I don't know. Because eventually he, spoiler alert, loses it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, big time. Yeah. 
and in a in a way that when when he lost it crushed me but i i really i i'm thinking about this with the mcgregor thing and this and those how people get so attached to these strangers i did it because i loved watching him succeed well, and i was so happy for him because i loved he entertained me so much that i was just like oh i want to see him succeed more i want him to succeed yeah like if it was a good fight and he lost i would be like oh that's a bummer but yeah. like I know he does. I know he's good at fighting, but I wish he would have won because he's the better. I know he's better. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why. Like, yeah. it just so happens that in this situation, McGregor and Mayweather represent. It was very so much, much more. race. Yeah, yeah. It was they, very race. Well, no, it, and was, it was cultures. It, it, cultures. It, it was race. It was economy. It was sports. It was like like um, it, Andy talked about it on his podcast. I can't remember who he cites it, but somebody <clears throat> said that. McGregor lost the fight, but this still kills boxing because a non-boxer who's yeah. only been training for like six weeks came into the ring, went 10 rounds and should have won the first three. Yeah, I, I will, I'll say this, but I, I watched the fight and he did, but he was never really a threat. Well, but he, it was never he, it was it was a case where he was it, and also uh, Mayweather has been out of fighting for two years. Whereas sure, but McGregor. Mayweather's also never fought anybody in their prime. Like oh, just because Mayweather hasn't fought for two years, yeah, doesn't mean like. But wouldn't you say oh, McGregor's in his prime right now? Or McGregor? Yeah, probably. But I so, would say so. May he's fought him. He fought him in his prime after being off for two years. But, but I'm and, and 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 I think he did. Pre he probably had money on the tenth round. That's uh, that's what I'm thinking. Honestly, I feel like it's that he is. I feel like that good. I don't think you lose that even after two years. Maybe all you would lose is maybe physical conditioning or something like that. But I think oh, he no. stayed like, in, he's still in shape. practicing. He's yeah. still sparring all that right, stuff right. because he has, he has and, an image. But also, too, they've been planning this fight since the last one ended. So it's yeah. not like he wasn't preparing for it. It's not like it's not like someone came out and said six weeks from today, you're going to fight this guy. It was a short, and they it both was a short got notice. To, well, I mean, like they've been they've been talking about it since the Pacquiao fight ended. I feel like. No, well, no, I don't think they. It hasn't. It's been. It hasn't been official. No. But there, it wasn't official. It was only official so, yeah, for like a always, year. He was always. It wasn't official for like a year, but they were still talking about like who his next opponent will be. Right. And and McGregor was like someone who was talking about wanting to take him on. Right. Um, I was thinking. I was I, hoping. I was rooting for McGregor. I'll say this, but I like an underdog. Yeah. Well, I. I just think it would have. I think it would have made them have to. It would have caused. It would have been the the death blow to boxing. Okay, if I, McGregor would have won. This is how I want to put this out. Um, anybody out there that any Buddha babies that did watch the fight, uh, let us know why, who you rooted for, and why, and be honest. Yeah. Be as honest as you can. Yeah. If if you if you're an African American listener, you're listening, and you rooted for Mayweather just because he's black. Cool. Yeah, cool. It would just That's be fine. cool to know. Yeah, just I've, let us know. I have no problems with that. I, I, um, there's no judgment. I just want to. I personally, I like an underdog. I like Conor McGregor. I like watching him fight. I have no nothing against Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I respect him. I for in his sport, you know what I mean. Like that's he's the best. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, I mean at least for, right. I think currently he's the best. Currently, <clears throat> maybe not ever. I would say but, if you take Mike Tyson in his prime and Floyd Mayweather in his prime. Yeah. Tyson beats him. Have you ever no seen doubt. Anderson Silva fight? Yeah, yeah. It's just I, used I to watch, watch highlights. UFC on a, like, pro like probably like once a month, I watch just a highlight reel of his. Just, yeah. Oh my god, 
just amazing. Yeah. Watch. Do you guys do yourself a favor? Go ahead and watch Anderson Silva highlights. I may even put a link up. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anybody that out there that watched the fight and you were rooting for one of the fighters, don't. If you watch it and you're like, I don't even care, whatever, I didn't yeah. watch it. Don't. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about anybody that watched the fight and you were like, you wanted Mayweather to win. Why? Yeah. Is it because he was, you love his character? That's cool. Yeah. Well, and like some people, it is like they just love boxing. Like, I think if you're a boxing lover, you want Floyd to win that fight. <laughs> I didn't get it right the first time. Yeah, exactly. Number seven is oh look at what it is my <laughs> mysterious universe uh-oh oh by the way you know what i found out what chris russo i brought it up at some point um i saw him at a mic in reading and he was i i brought up oh i showed him the mysterious universe app i showed it to him and he was like <clears throat> excuse me sorry he was um He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I said, oh, I think it's a pod. They have podcasts on here, too. And he's like, yeah, I listen to the podcast every week. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it comes out, I think, every Friday. And I was like, what the fuck? There's there's a podcast? And he's like, yeah. He's like, and your guy that you like is on there. He's one of the co- he's one of the hosts. Brett Tingley is the host of a mysterious unit. This is a free plug that I'm happy to give out. Yeah. Brett Tingley, I guess. I So I want to make sure that they know we are not trying to steal your content. We nope. are fans. I'm going to start listening as soon as. I like as soon as he told me about that, I was like, it's just on there. So I actually have the app already. So my next day off, I was going to I usually listen when I clean and, you know, do whatever. But this story does come from Mysterious Universe. So these stories are also covered, I believe, on Mysterious Universe's podcast. Interesting. So if that's the case, go check them out too. get their yeah. take. And maybe we can do a crossover episode. That'd be so cool. I won't lean so. I just I'm just a fan. I like the website. Yeah. I like the stories. So this story comes from Mysterious Universe. Uh, it's from Paul Seaburn, another fave of mine. Came out August nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. Girl tastes McDonald's fries when she hears the word "left." That would be so cool, isn't that fucking? I would weird? love that. What is so, the downside? First I, of all, I eat McDonald's all, like frequently. The reason I eat McDonald's is because I just have a craving for their fries. That's the only, so. <laughs> so like, you're like, oh, I'm craving McDonald's fries. Give me a Big Mac. And <laughs> well, I'm not gonna order just fries if I'm like. What I'm you, not a psychopath. I, no, I'm just saying like if it's if I'm getting dinner and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry for McDonald's fries. I'm not gonna order just French fries for dinner. Why? Because Dude, you're an adult. Do what you want. <laughs> you can have French fries for dinner, bro. <coughs> yeah, I guess I could. Note: This article <clears throat> will refer to deep-fried string-cut potatoes as French fries, even though the author knows <laughs> that parts of the civilized world call them chips. Get over it. Wow. Starting yeah. off hot, Paul. Yeah. Like starting Trying out. Trying to alienate your European audience. We're talking about Han. Our listeners, first of all, we want, hey, we just want to let you know, Paul does not speak for the Buddha boys. Nope. Nope. He does not. We will call them chips, mate, if you want. Or we'll call them French fries. Or why don't we even mention Freedom Fries? We got our own thing for him. Because that was for like a minute. Hey, no one it called. was for a couple minutes. It's though It only happened for four years in every high school in a Republican state. Uh, oh, really? It's Florida? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I thought everybody was doing it. <laughs> I don't think so. You didn't say it? We did, but oh, I grew up in a very Republican area. Oh, okay. Oh, area. You said state. Well, yeah, my state was Republican that year. Pennsylvania is? 
You guys flip They were. Yeah, we're we're a swing state. Hmm. I think we're always red. The red dick of America. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We they were freedom fries for like a minute. Like here, it lasted from like third grade. I mean, it was kind of a joke for a while. It was like like for most of the time when they and it it was always in quotation marks. Oh yeah, yeah. It was freedom fries because fuck France and not supporting our economic war in Afghanistan. Yeah, why don't I don't understand why they? Why is that bad? You know, cunts. So, uh, so if you only call them cheaps, mate, we don't mind. You know, don't you don't have to get over it. You know, if you want to be mad about it, call Paul Seaburn. Yeah, and tell him you don't get to tell me what I feel, you know, Paul. You tell me what my feelings are, mate. Yeah. All right, let's <laughs> nail that Australian. That's really good. All right, if there if there was ever a mysterious disease that needed a telethon, by the way, hey, fuck Jerry Lewis too. Yeah, this uh, this <laughs> is it. I could do a whole fucking episode on why I hate Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Uh, a girl in Edinburgh, Scotland, has decided to tell the world about her rare affliction, which causes her to taste McDonald's fries when she hears the word "left." She's hoping this. She's hoping to let others with the disease. Nobody else has this disease. <laughs> that while there's no cure, medical experts are studying. While there's no cure, and it's not that big of a fucking deal, uh, medical experts are studying it. And there are support groups to help deal with it. This is a slippery slope, I feel like. Uh, Here's a quote. Most people think that I have is a bit mad. And I suppose it is. Left. But it's McDonald's fries. (laughs) (laughs) But it's what makes me be. Left. McDonald's (laughs) fries. She has to say it every time. It's what makes me different, and Left. I like <laughs> McDonald's fries. <laughs> it's what makes me different, and I like that. That left me speechless. Ooh, McDonald's fries. That is fucking stupid, right? This is really dumb. I think she's making it up. What do you think? I so don't far. know. I mean, there are lots of weird this lying that, bitch. There are lots of <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of uh, there's lots of weird things that happen neurologically in the brain. So it makes sense to me that you could hear something and wait, have a taste. Where is she? Where did she? Where's Edinburgh, Scotland? Yeah. Do they have McDonald's there? Yeah. Oh no! Why did you guys let us in there? <laughs> it's you guys different. are supposed to be better. It's oh, different. There's a lot more regulations on them. Do they have like food there? Yeah, and oh. they and they have to use like local meat. Oh, yeah. Like they can't like. like they can't get meat from like a f- there's no factory farming over there. Oh. So like a like the no, Mc- uh, oak joss. Yeah. So like burgers can actually taste different depending on what McDonald's you go to. Oh. Because they're not getting like a universal meat. It's not meat from a bunch they of different cows. Qua a pow. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I almost fucking hurt my neck. What the hell happened? <laughs> hey guys, Scot- Scottish is not in the repertoire. <laughs> not even a fake one. I'm not even gonna attempt that again. I almost, uh, I almost hurt myself. <laughs> Annie Bird is a 19 year old Glasgow University student. She reveals in a recent interview that her first experience with sound induced taste was at the age when one of her parents played a recording by the electronic band Lemon Jelly, and she suddenly had a strong chemical taste in her mouth. She thought nothing of it. She was one! And she assumed everyone had the same response to Lemon Jelly. Who has a memory at one? I have memories from when I was two. 
All right. <laughs> I'll ask again. Who close. has memories I'm at just, one? I'm just saying I'm close. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm going to ah. turn left. Uh, yeah. You know, you could go right. Ooh, <laughs> Oh, no. It's both? No, it's because oh, yeah, he said, said left, left first. Yeah. Ooh, McDonald's <laughs> flood. Doesn't work if she says it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. What if she... Do you think she's ever like, oh, that's... Like, she just has to, like, stop. Like, cause is it when she thinks of the word left? Or is it just when Ooh, it goes... <laughs> she was one. I don't understand. That's That's my biggest thing. There is some stuff about that that confuses me, like... Uh, how was she able to articulate having a, a chemical taste in her mouth, or what? what how would she, she know what, what a chemical, she know taste, what a chemi- yeah. chemical taste would be at so, one yeah. years old? Like I can't imagine a one year old being able to form that thought. But hey, who am I to say? So, by the way, she's nineteen, so she's a generation Zer, right? Yep. Mm. As she grew older, she found that the band Glass Animals made her taste chlorine. And any band playing bongos induced a flavor of oranges. The word judge brought the flavor of stale bread, while music caused the taste of sweet toothpaste. Obliged sweet porridge and left... Ooh, McDonald's place <laughs> Odd noises also caused the flavors. The sound of a car on gravel gave her a fruity taste. This bitch now, is um, crazy. No, this... She's nuts, uh, man. There's... What's going on? Yeah, I was going to say synesthesia. Okay, so... <clears throat> I, I, all right, look, it's a version of synesthesia, but what, how fun do you think it would be to just make eye contact with her with a dictionary in your hand? Like, just like look down and go like aardvark. Anything? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know what would come after artwork, <laughs> but basically, like you know, you just go through and just read every fucking word that you know. Yeah. Like what? I wonder how. Boot- I would love to get uh, emojis printed on T-shirts of the two things that she smells when she hears the word Buddha, and the thing when she hears or yeah when she hears boys yeah. and babies and everything like that would be how we would identify. Be that would be our funny. flag. Yeah. Is those two things like oh I smell duck shit uh, <laughs> and. I uh, smell egg roll lasagna. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> it wasn't until it wasn't until six years ago that Annie discovered the strange affliction that none of her friends suffered from. It had a name: uh, lexical gustatory synesthesia. Fuck you, man. Synesthesia or synesthesia is <laughs> what? <laughs> is that the same thing? The spelling Synes- is different. Paul, man. Oh, man. He's really got a bone to pick with the people across the pond. Yeah, he's like, uh, this is how we do it. Or this is how you also know what this is. I think he's probably just covering his bases, though, so nobody reads this yeah, article yeah. and reaches out and goes, it's not fries, it's McDonald's chips. Oh, yeah, see, because, look, then he says, in places that eat chips instead of fries. Like, man, oh, man, what a douche. Yeah. Is a psychological condition where uh, stimulation of one sense leads to automatic and involuntary experiences in a second sense. A common example is a is a where fucking Paul gotcha is a where number printed is where a number printed. Oh, Paul, 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 you got those words <laughs> mixed up, buddy. 
Boy, oh boy, you're making me sound like a dummy here. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen to their podcast. He, pr- I wonder which one of them reads bad because they kind of both write like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it, bitch. JK. Uh, what is it? Well, oh, and paper. then I lose my spot. <laughs> <laughs> Where a number printed in black and white on paper appears as a different as different colors depending on the denomination. Uh, in Anne's case, hearing a sound stimulates uh, the second sense of taste. So, if you smell the thing, would you hear a thing? Does that work um, that way so too? It, there are different types. I know someone okay. who has synesthesia, um, who when they hear music, they see numbers. Whoa! <laughs> so, uh, you know somebody like that? Yeah. Who is that? It's someone I went Do to I? college with. Oh, okay. In fucking England, I no it, oh. at uh, Scotland Susquehanna University. Oh, where Tacoma? Susquehanna University. Oh, that's different. Um, <laughs> but but no, I know someone who went there who had synesthesia. Who when they when they heard music, they saw numbers, and not in a like a, in a theatric like they flew at them way. Yeah. It was just like if you heard like hearing music. In your like mind's eye, numbers would just appear sporadically. Isn't that uh okay? I guess I I, I can kind of see that. Smells, I guess. So when I smell something and I remember a thing, that's that close. It? It, it's like a similar. It's in that same realm. All right. I feel like we're getting into a weird, like kind of like are you just? That's I don't know. That's do you really smell? McDonald's fries. I don't know. I just don't believe like, it. I don't believe. Well, like it. I said, there are some people too. Like the the other one is like when you see a letter, you associate it with a color, or you see a number, you associate it with a color. So when you write the number one, it always shows up red. Is that you write that's the number two, it colors? always shows up blue. All that stuff. Yeah. Like there are people. I don't. I don't know anyone who has that version of synesthesia, but I've heard of that version where. There are just colors that letters are and colors that numbers are. And even if you're writing in graphite on paper, they still show up in their appropriate color. That's weird. Yeah. Annie's research led led her to an online questionnaire, which confirmed that she had lexical gustatory synesthesia. The sound taste kind. Oh, oh, so that's what that one is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Synesthesia is a, a thing. And then, okay, got it. And uh, what is this? Grapheme color synesthesia. Uh-huh. So that's the numbers and colors kind. Oh, so she's got both? Yeah. Wow. The condition was caused... Uh, the condition has caused Annie some problems. When a lot of words trigger taste, she suffers panic attacks from sensory overload. Even worse, some words can make her nauseous. Oh, fuck. Sometimes, when people are talking to me, I try to wince... Or spit if they say certain words such uh, which <laughs> taste horrible. Like right there, I would. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Is like she would think of all the words she's thinking of, and then she would think. Like that's what I'm saying. Is it that she list? She physically has to hear them, or is it just the word itself? It's like if she read the word left. Mm, (laughs) would she is is that like or is it that like and when she sees french fries does she think you know left right (laughs) oh you said it yeah no that's one thing that interests me about this type of synesthesia is is it hearing the word 
that or is triggers it, just the it word? or is it just thinking the thought process like said hearing processing right? yeah so I Ugh. so I would assume it's processing the thought of the word. I don't know though because she said she said she just she's just mentioning it there. So right there she'd be fucking herself. Yeah, big time. It's not a it, sorry. It's not a common word, but the color puce makes me taste rotten food, which is usually which is really disgusting. That she said usually. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dyslexia? You crazy. <laughs> which is really disgusting. Is usually disgusting. Which is would be way worse, right? For her to be like, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's like a Sometimes good... rotten food is all right. You know, <laughs> the word puce. She looks like a porcelain doll. I would fucking smash her with so many words. <laughs> go, puce left, puce left, puce left, puce left. <laughs> And like here, I like water. Fish fries. I'm from Scotland, mate. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if you take the oh. test and find out you have some form of synesthesia, the University of Su- Sussex Multisense Synesthesia Laboratory is looking for subjects to research. There's no cure, but they can put you in contact with support groups like the UK Synesthesia Association and the American Synesthesia so- Association. I will never give them money. If you're in the UK, you may run into Annie at one point. Of I'm gonna fucking meetings. nail you with some puce, bitch. Just in case. Puce, 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 puce. So don't wear anything puce, dark huh? red or purplish brown. So it's the color. I don't understand it. It's well, I'm gonna that take proves the test. To me. I think it's just thinking. Like you, th- yeah. I see a color. I go, oh, that's puce. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I left. I left. 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 Big Dennis Fish. We got it back. I gotta cover this shirt up. <laughs> that's fucking weird. Do okay. Do you want to take the test? Uh yeah well well oh Jesus Christ Paul burn Indiana Jones over here Indiana Jones and the weird alien and guy his dad. from is he dead No his dad oh. <laughs> Indiana Jones's dad Sean Connery There we go Yeah I think way better Yeah Paul Seaburn Cool cool dude I like this guy Uh yeah we'll take the test and we'll we'll post the results on Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff Yeah that'll be fun you Ready for the next story Let's do it The finale Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Paul Seaburn. Is nope. another oh, I, Didn't I roll five earlier? I think you did, yeah. Or did, I didn't write the number, actually. I'll just do it again. You fucking lose it. Two. Jesus Christ. Pussy. Oh, look who it is. Oh, wow. Who would have thought? We dump our stocks and what? it's another mysterious Well, universe. we had to get more stories in, Chris. That's oh, all that happened. Or we just not dumped our stocks. I didn't know them were current. Most of them were. You're, you were. Huh? <laughs> what? A strange history of real zombie encounters. Oh, by Brett Swanson. Yeah. This is a so total. No, this is going to be a hard one. Oh, is this? Oh, wait. Is this through? the guy that did the skinwalkers? Oh, uh, maybe not. Maybe. I hope not. What do you think of when you envision the word zombie? <laughs> oh, boy. Is it That's not sna- even the quote. Is it a snapping, ravenous, flesh-hungry beast? An aimless lost soul wandering about, yet still a ravenous beast. <laughs> These are all images that Hollywood has implanted in your head. <laughs> the end result of decades of spooky decades. lore and fictionalization. <laughs> yet you may not be aware that the modern zombie as we know it. It just sounds like your phone has its <laughs> You don't sound scary anymore. Every bit of like you're having a stroke. <laughs> And if you believe the locals, far more real. Here, 
Actual zombies have a long tradition with many odd accounts of their existence encompassing many aspects of the bazaar and remaining largely unsolved. Largely. (laughs) (laughs) On the island nation of Haiti. Oh, I almost had Scottish by accident. (laughs) That's close. That's bouncy. Yeah. (laughs) On the island nation of Haiti, the religion of voodoo, (laughs) also commonly spelled voodoo this guy is this or is this what we're gonna do now guys we're gonna say two words i knew what it was (laughs) i thought that's how you spelled it (laughs) v-o-d-o-u voodoo or as probably you guys know v-o-o-d-o-o you know doo-doo uh in the west is estimated to be participated what practiced or at least believed by some 80 to 90 percent of the population it is a unique faith in that it is. Well, that's a hard one. <laughs> you know what I? Hey, maybe I do. Maybe I do have synesthesia because when I read that sentence, I pictured you know those when they go in motocross after the big hill, they had just have the bumps where they go like just the rapid bumps. That's what I pictured my brain having to go like whoa 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 what's going on. <laughs> My brain shocks are are fucking blasted now. <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I just fell apart. <laughs> Faith in that it is compromise of an, an eclectic mix. Surprise! What? It's comprised. Uh, I always do that with that word. <laughs> I'm surprised I come to, to terms. I I, don't, I can't do it. Should I just go back to school? Is that what I need to do? Is this where is this where we're at? Is this wake up call time, Pat? You're right here. <laughs> That's oh, crazy. Oh, oh. You wanna hey, you wanna take this one? <laughs> I've had a long day, Chris. <laughs> oh god, it is a unique faith. In that it is comprised of an eclectic mix of various African folk beliefs brought over by slaves by by the French. Uh, As well as a pinch of Catholicism thrown into the fray, which was largely the result of trying to camouflage voodoo customs when efforts were made to stamp out the more traditional practices and a drive to convert these people. What do you mean, these people? (laughs) The voodoo religion places... Great emphasis on the nature of spirits and their interactions with the world around them, and earthbound spirits supposedly being capable of bringing good fortune and luck, or conversely misfortune, madness, and misery, and it is this particular belief where we can find the origins of the zombies. I gotta tell you, the headline got me so hyped. Oh, you're so bored. This is like, what are we talking about here, guys? Well, it's talking about the first... Like reports of zombies. Like they're talking about a process of zombification. I just want to see pictures of real <laughs> zombies is, killing people. It is believed that there are two basic types of death in voodoo, and that each generates a different type of spirit. One is death by natural means, such as old age or illness, which is seen as the body coming full circle in the natural cycle of life and death. Uh-huh. These spirits are not typically imprisoned on Earth and are free to move on. Oh. 
However, there are also those who have died abruptly from unnatural causes, which are considered to be such things as murder or accidents, in which case they have not yet reached the end of their predetermined cycle, Ooh, with, take it and easy their there. spirit becomes fettered. Easy on those corners, like, <laughs> <laughs> and their spirit becomes fettered to the earthly realm, doomed to wander without body until their preordained date of death. The day they were supposed to die arrives. Oh. It is these spirits that are the most vulnerable and which are the main targets for the process of zombification. Brent, you got me back, motherfucker. <laughs> that's a cool story. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's well, so, that's, like, so they're just ghosts until they're like, oh, okay, well, now uh, I was supposed to die. Bye. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why people like uh, the voodoo uh, is where uh spirits with unfinished business comes from okay i get that yeah yeah that makes sense powerful voodoo prince uh, priests oh boy called hoongans i would say hoongans or houngans why why do you not have an easy way to say it uh parentheses here yeah why don't you have phonetics pronunciation and more often dark sorcerers what oh (laughs) jesus christ left Ooh, big dad's fish face. <laughs> Known as oh, you gotta take this back. I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> no. happening here. What are you doing, Brent? You Powerful voodoo priests called the Hoongans, and more often dark sorcerers known as Bokors, oh. are said to have That's the power one. to trap these earthbound spirits using an enchanted object, typically an earthenware container of some sort, called the zombie astral. Considering that a dead body is seen as simp- as simply merely an empty vessel. Lacking a spirit to animate it, the priest or sorcerer can then place the enslaved spirit within the body of their choosing. Oh. If a bokor is powerful enough, it is even said that they can zombify a living person by casting out the victim's spirit and sup, uh, supplanting it with another subservient one or enslaving the original spirit through dark magic, usually by casting a hex on the target individual that will cause them to wither away <coughs> and die. And then stealing their corpse later. Regardless to the initial state of the body, once the zombification process is done, the zombie, or in the West, zombie, becomes a See, that's re- what I'm talking about. Why are you doing with the other words? That solely exists to do it <laughs> its master's bidding, which can range from simple manual slave labor to attacking enemies, pretty much whatever its master tells it to do. What do we call Bokors in the West? Yeah. I want to know. Um... This is crazy, right? Yeah. It, like, okay, so th- they're just talking about voodoo. They're not even talking about necessarily. So the p- possible practical actual reality of zombies. Yeah. Like, as far as, as like most the origins reality. of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How, how did it start? <clears throat> what right. was the original belief? What inspired what we know as zombies today? In some cases, the zombification of a person is ordered by an outside party who will pay the Bokor to p- carry out the sinister process usually as a punishment or revenge or for revenge and not on other occasions and on other occasions the bokors will make zombies in order to sell them to the highest bidder although the reason for turning someone into a zombie may differ from case to case they share certain common traits as i described in my original article the haitian zombies thus Is it, this is a quote, or is this just his other This is article? from his original article. <clears throat> what is up with this, guys? I know, know, right? 
Those who are turned into zombies are described as having gaunt features and skin with a grayish pallor that is pulled tight against their bones. They have starving expression. Oh, sorry. They have fixed staring expressions, and their movements and actions are characterized as being repetitive, clumsy, and purposeless. They are slow and uncoordinated and walk with an unsteady, shambling gait. Zombies are able to speak, but only very basic phrases, and their speech is slurred with a nasal quality. Zombies can also hear and understand basic commands, but their comprehension is limited and they lack free will, mostly being considered to be mindless automatons. Zombies are somewhat said to exhibit an enhanced physical strength, making them ideal for hard manual labor, and they display little to no responsiveness to physical stimuli, seeming to be impervious to pain or tiredness. It is said that the victim <laughs> remains in sort of a dreamlike trance with little to no awareness of their condition. Unlike the rampaging, bloodthirsty <laughs> zombies of Western horror films, the real zombies of Haiti are submissive and not known to be aggressive or attack people unless commanded to do so by their master. <laughs> <laughs> Those who are turned into such abominations are mostly considered to be doomed to forever more. serve their masters, <laughs> but they are said to be ways to break a Bokor's control over them. <clears throat> it is said <laughs> that if the zombie astral vessel that holds the victim's soul is somehow broken, or if the offending Bokor <laughs> dies, then they will regain some free will and be free to rejoin their families. It is also said that feeding a zombie salt can sometimes reverse the effects of the curse, especially if the Bokor himself is the one to do it. Additionally, if a zombie sees the ocean, it is said that they can shake loose the Bokor's control of them, and a zombie can be set free through divine intervention as well. Zombies freed such ways, unfortunately, remain physically the same and their mental state is diminished <laughs> and vulnerable to recapture. The only known way to fully revert a person back to health and vigor they had enjoyed before their death is said to be through the mercy and divine intervention of a voodoo god called Le Grand Matre. Wow. So you can kill zombies with salt? If you feed them, if they feed themselves salt, it will free their bodies. That's crazy. But salt's They never mentioned that in the, in the Walking Dead. Well, salt's always had like. Um, a supernatural yeah like if you draw like a circle of a cir salt, yeah they the can't away or whatever they, shit. Uh, go spirits can't cross <clears throat> it um all that junk wow so I, I don't know what do you like that seems uh far-fetched yeah yeah do we have uh, footage of it yeah you know? if they're like that's what i'm saying is if this <clears throat> if there's a type of like i mean come on we have we don't have video of this yeah. yeah right if it's like even if it's this kind do you know what i mean yeah 
I, I still, by the way, they said there was a sprinkling of Catholicism. I don't, I haven't seen that yet. I don't know. I don't know where they're talking well, about Catholicism. In, uh, in voodoo culture, there's some like this is just talking about making zombies. It's not. Yeah. It's not this it's is not, not talking voodoo. about voodoo as All a whole. Voodoo, voodoo is voodoo not the thing to... itself. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Has uh, aspects of Catholicism in it. That's weird that they would be so related to somebody who makes zombies. Well, uh, it, it's the same way. It's the I same. I mean, they both believe in zombies, I guess. Right? But it's the same way Christianity adopted so much stuff from other pagan faiths. Um, no, I don't think so. I think I think it was written by uh, white guys. No, but um, but a lot of a lot of pagan faiths were brought into Christianity to help people better adopt it. That's how we got the trees. Um, that's how we. Got that's how Santa. we have the trees at Christmas time. That's how, why Jesus was born at Christmas time. He was. That's why though. Jesus was. I Jesus know. Wasn't. I know. But that's also why Jesus died in the spring. Yeah. Because it's all it's all representation. Just make this. It's all Christians' way of Christian stories for uh, pagan beliefs. Right. No zombies though. I mean, just the one. Just one. Just that one. Not even really a zombie. He just rose again. He didn't know. hang out on Earth. I don't know. He, he kinda... just rose and ascended. Like Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe not. Another interesting belief <laughs> is that oh, although if the priest or Bokor who <laughs> has reanimated them dies and the zombie is freed, they are not always totally brought back to life. And while some are completely returned to normal... And have their own soul back. Others remain as a roving zombie, yet are aimless and bound by no master. There has long been great terror among the Haitians of being turned into a zombie. Of course. Or of having a family member resurrected as such, to the point that there are great efforts made to make sure that the dead stay dead. Yeah, dude. Such as performing protection rituals, burying them with a heavy stone or a concrete lid, too heavy to lift. <laughs> That's awesome. Keeping a constant vigil on the grave until the corpse rots and becomes useless to the bokor, uh, or even decapitating, strangling, shooting, or otherwise maiming the corpse so that it is unable to be reanimated Jesus at Christ. all. That well, you like... do. Kn- you know why in New Orleans it's similar? Why there's cages over a lot of the coffins? Uh-uh. Um, <clears throat> so people don't get buried underground in New Orleans because of how wet it is. Right, right. I'm from Florida. But above ground people who are like in coffins and sarcophaguses the reason why they have that metal cage over top is if they ever come back to life yeah oh really yeah so yeah see we don't have a so it's not possible to bring it back to life we weren't able to 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 have like basements and shit yeah like but there's a lot of there's a lot of voodoo in uh in like louisiana but wasn't there so okay so is am i crazy to think that there would be voodoo like like you know how like you drive around you see like uh by the way, I don't know if I've ever recognized a mosque. I don't know if I've ever seen a mosque ever. Hmm. I really don't. I don't know what they look like. Yeah. But I've seen like kingdom halls of Jehovah's Witnesses. I've seen yeah. like uh, Korean, uh, Christian churches, churches and yeah. stuff like that. Like th- those are those are always fun. I always see the vans too. They're yeah. funny. In like this area, see, there's a lot. You know, yeah. Catholic churches. You see Christian, Lutheran. Those all kind of look the same to me too. Like Catholics, I know are bigger, but like. What would a voodoo like? Is a voodoo place? Is this more like uh, Wiccan? There's not really churches. Is this more like Wiccan? This is not as big as. See, when you name Catholicism, I'm like, well, that's weird that they would have. They've just adopted of that. aspects. They of took it. it. They yeah. took it. like Catholics weren't like, yeah, we sanctioned this part. Yeah, no. <laughs> they weren't. They like, were we're like, sponsoring. They're this like, part oh, of that's a cool practice. Okay, and they brought it in. Um, I kind of feel like I, I feel like I thought I, I was going to go probably Buddhist. a lot of the demon stuff. You think so? Probably a lot of that carries over from Catholicism. Cause uh, demons oh, like play, just ghosts? Demons play a big role in Catholicism and nah. voodoo. 
because they're real. That's what <laughs> yeah. I. That's what I've told. That's the weather I, uh, that I was splashed in when I was younger. So that's the one I had to support. Right? I, yeah, I was baptized Episcopalian. I have to do it, right? Just in case. Just in case. You never know. Never right? know. Nope. I mean, philosophy proves mm-hmm. that you can't be an atheist. Yeah. Because you don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I, <clears throat> I'm an agnostic. Yeah. So I get a lot of shit. For so not deciding. I feel like I need to find a religion that I can associate no, with. And I the feel way like you voodoo. Stop, the way you stop getting asked that question is you just tell people you're spiritual. No, no, say, no, no. But they no, say, what does that I'm mean? And, <laughs> I but, don't know if I am. But no, but like spiritual can mean that you just think that there's a life after death. You think there's some spiritual aspect to the human body. I, I think it's it funny. It doesn't have to be tied to Christianity or any faith. But I want like voodoo sounds cool so far. I I think I might be on board for voodoo. Yeah. At least the zombie part. I'm I'm on board with a religion that's like, oh, we know how to bring people back. To-. Okay. So see, this is a practical thing. This is somebody bringing a person back to life. We're we're gonna go back to the Game of Thrones real quick. You know what I'm saying? This is a like this is a real. So if they're like, hey, if they use voodoo in the show, I'd be like, oh wow, that's a real thing that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have to believe any of the shit, this is like a reverse exorcism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just like take that's it. really good. Yeah. Like putting ghosts inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, more demons. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. I'm, I love this religion so far. Yeah. I really, I'm really excited. Yeah. That's good. I'm yeah. glad. I think I might be voodoo now. <laughs> Although this may <laughs> all sound like pure myth, legend, and mumbo jumbo. Not to me, brother. There have been numerous have accounts of encountering supposedly real zombies in Haiti since at least the latter part of the 19th century. One of the first widely publicized accounts, uh, and indeed one of the works that first brought the idea of zombies to the Western world comes from a best-selling 1929 book called The Magic Island by an explorer and an adventurer named William Seabrook. William! What? The book (laughs) itself was sort of a travel journal containing the musings and various encounters of Seabrook during his travels around Haiti. But much of it revolves around the folk beliefs and magical practices of the natives, including voodoo and its creation of zombies. Ooh, here we One go. account retold by Seabrook is this is a story he heard from a Haitian friend of his named Polynes, <clears throat> and which allegedly happened in 1918. In spring of that year, the Haitian American Sugar Company, also simply known as Hasco, was enjoying Solid a record name. crop of sugarcane. I fucking like that name. And so were making uh, great efforts to hire extra sugar plantation workers. Since the, since the company was offering attractive pay bonuses to bring in new workers, droves of people were pouring in looking for work. And one of these was a mysterious man known as Ty Joseph, who arrived with his wife, Croyance, and a Ooh. procession of workers he claimed worked with him. These people in the picture that is uh, here. It just says a line of Haitian zombies. They look fucked up. I will say that. Their yeah. faces look weird. But that just might be the artist. You know what I mean? That guy yeah. at the end doesn't even look like he wants to be a part of it. He's like, I'm not a zombie. Yeah. It didn't work. Somebody give me salt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> ah, give me water. <laughs> I'm glad to be back, but water. <laughs> water. All right. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to keep reading? Mm. I don't know. Do you want to skip ahead or do you want me to read? I can. <clears throat> you go ahead and read and then I'll read ahead a little bit. These workers displayed very odd behavior indeed. 
in in that they did not seem to react to their surroundings, but rather stood there in a sort of a aimless trance and only shuffled forward awkwardly when they were told to. Yeah, I mean, that could also that could just be slaves, right? Like yeah. so either way, uneducated slaves, but you know, who knows? Uh, when officials asked him what was wrong with them, Joseph was quick to explain that they were all just ignorant rural mountain folk who had not, uh, who had never been so far. That could be true, honestly. So far away from home, and were merely tired from from the journey, from their journey, and afraid of all these new sights. I could kind of see that too. Like they're just dumb mountain people. Like, but you know, who knows? Again, Culture shock. Hey, who knows? Right. He explained that for uh, for this reason, these particular workers would be the best suited for the location, somewhat removed from the churning factory and its noise. The, this so this just says that uh, they were never left alone. Joseph or his wife always had to be there, and they only ate once a day. Me- they only ate meals that never. Uh, ca- they only ate meals that didn't contain salt. Oh. Um, <clears throat> oh they worked in the heat without complaint there was no issues like that oh. um when the mardi gras festival arrived croyance is said to have decided to make the workers to port-au-prince to see his to see the festivities as they were there uh, the mysterious workers sat and stared at nothing as usual showing no emotion at all a food vendor allegedly passed selling cookies made with peanuts which croyance oh. bought and passed around to the zombie entourage but she would soon learn that the peanuts had been salted when the zombie suddenly became uncommonly alert and began screaming and rushing off towards the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. If there had been any what doubt, the fuck? If there had any been if there had been any doubt that they were reanimated dead before, all doubts had now been cast aside. Krantz called out for help, and no one had the courage to get in the way of the fleeing group of zombies, <laughs> and they melted. Uh, away into the wilderness to find their way back to their home of the village of Morne Morne au Diable. Once there, (laughs) they were apparently immediately recognized by bereaved family members who thought that they were long dead, but the zombies totally ignored all attempts to communicate with them, instead making their way to the graveyard, where they dropped to the ground as lifeless husks that seemed to have suddenly rotted to some degree. Yeah. Vengeful village elders then apparently sought out Joseph, killed him, and chopped off his head in retribution. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a fucking cool... I am, so I am the, fucking voodoo now, that, dude. That picture there is an actual... Not a painting, an actual picture of a zombie. A real... Oh, there we go. That's awesome. This is crazy. I'm fucking voodoo, dude. <sighs> there you I go. found faith. I'm found like it. happy about this now. Good. It's not like it's not evil like Satan is, you know. Uh, hey, not, not that they are. Hey, yeah. we're gonna have a Satanist. We are. He's gonna learn us about Satan. He's gonna. I have questions for him. So That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking ahead. So cool. I'm trying to get ready for this because I want to know why. I want him to try to sell me on Satanism over Voodoo because right voodoo. now I'm Voodoo. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking Voodoo. Yeah. Can I get baptized? <laughs> Can they turn me into a zombie? I could be a zombie. Yeah, but then you live for our podcast. What? Then we couldn't. Podcast. Yes, I could. Just don't give me salt, or give me salt. But I don't know. you could only you could only do what your controller tells you to do. You couldn't act on your own. But if you learn voodoo for me, yeah, huh? Then I could get you, you to stop saying it. such hateful shit. What do I? Oh. <laughs> I just love I'm with a voodoo. <laughs> yeah, it was a midgets. Was that it? Yep, yeah, it was the M word. Oh, the M word. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> is that the hateful? It was yeah. the Game of Thrones spoilers. Oh yeah, that fuck was a that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty hateful. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so crazy. it's just saying people are skeptical of the report, and um, he wasn't allowed to get any closer to the zombies. Um, this is nuts. They cut off his fucking head. Some form of lobotomy to see how they reacted. I like having um, a cage over the grave, too. That's pretty cool. A, more per, a perhaps more well-known report of supposed zombies comes from 1936 and was written of another author, folklorist, and explorer to Haiti by the name of Zora Neale Hurston. During her travels, Hurston was presented with a woman named Felicia Felix Mentor, who was claimed to have died in 1907, but had then shambled into her village on October 24th, 1936, looking filthy, disheveled, run down, and with ragged cloth wrapped around her face, as well as a lame left leg. The woman's family immediately recognized her as Felix Mentor, but the woman was totally unresponsive and blank-faced, and they were convinced that she had been turned into a zombie. When the woman was brought to a medical facility for examinations, one of the doctors who looked at her and questioned her explained, All of her answers were unintelligible and irrelevant. Her occasional outbursts of laughter were devoid of emotion and her very frequently and she and very frequently she spoke of herself in either the first or the third person without any sense of discrimination she had lost all sense of time and was quite indifferent to the world of things around her that was a perfect kevin from the office impression <laughs> i thought i went kind of jesse ventura for a little bit and that's her oh that's her here we go She's okay. She, her eyes are closed. Like one eye's closed. What's the other one? Her that, clothes are going on. Her clothes are torn. Is it bl- is it blurred out? Do you think? Like, are they hiding her identity? No, I don't think it's blurred out. I a see a picture. little bit of white, but I think it's just the shadow. Okay, so but her clothes are like kind of torn and wrinkly, and the allegedly zombie <clears throat> of Felicia Felix Mitrater. <clears throat> okay, well that's cool. I guess you know if that happened. <laughs> did anybody try giving her salt you know what i mean <laughs> like really that's like that's the test right yeah if you um, don't know i don't even want to kind of skim this so the doctor who looked or the person who looked at her hurston the author uh-huh. um thought that uh zombification was done through either powerful drugs or chemicals rather than black magic yeah and she wrote about the felix mentor case in the 1938 book tell my horse <laughs> The zombie, Felix Mentor's true identity, or whether she was really ever a zombie or not, remain unknown. This is weird. Okay, so a lot of it's in the 1930s. Oh, here we go, 1988. Oh, that's a book. All right. Come on, I want to see, like, a right now zombie. That's from Dawn of the Dead, I think. Yeah. That's weird. 1959, that's that's good. That's after World War II. I feel like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, Nazis... See now, if they, this is why we need hate, Chris. This is why we need hate. Yeah. Because if the Nazis weren't such hateful pricks and not willing to work with other religions and other people of races of other uh, uh, economic and racial uh, backgrounds, then if he was willing to work with other people, he would have worked with the voodoo and figured out how to make Nazis. You know, or Nazis, (laughs) zombies. But there would have been no need for Nazis if there wasn't hate. Oh, that's true. 
But do you think this is hateful? By the making way? zombies? Like, I, no, it sounds I, cool. I think it's exploitative. Exploitative. Because yeah. you're making think... slaves, essentially. Yeah, essentially, you're creating a slave. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. The salt. I really, like, I want to find somebody that they're talking about, that they're talking, they're saying is a zombie. Just give it salt. Just if you think 1970s. Look at this. Another story in 1979, it looks like. Yep. Fucking crazy. So do you think it's real? No. Really? There's a lot of pictures of people that are zombies, maybe. Allegedly. But Swanser does not have a picture of himself up. I don't like that. I Check out the... There's a lot of other stories, but we've we've already gone really long on this episode. <laughs> there's so. a lot of deviation. Yeah, a couple. But one thing that hasn't deviated... Oh, boy. ...is our love for you, Buddha yeah, babies. you beautiful bitches. Thanks so much for <laughs> tuning into the show. Yeah. Hey, Thank you so much for rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Following us on iTunes. Following us on Twitter and Instagram. BuddhaBoysPod.com. BuddhaBoysPod.com for all your social media needs. Interacting on social media. Yes, please. We need you Loving to interact. Our stickers and all of our merch and all of our fun stuff that we do. Um, we give you. Our very first Buddha Boys Live. Yeah. We'll, oops. October 20th. We're October not sure of the, the domain of the place yet. Yep. For sure. But we'll know by the next time yeah and by I, next episode i think by this time i will we will have made a commercial or something like that that we can put yeah, at the beginning of the episode so let people know we want you guys come out uh support the show and come out and see us and give us your topics live give us uh subjects we'll talk we'll you'll be on the show we're going to interact we're going to give yes. some stuff away stickers uh, you know, and oh live rapid fire so much goodness guests <laughs> It's going to be great. Always remember to be blessed, Buddha Babies. Bye-bye.